True Texas Radio. Okay, 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 okay. I think now we're live. We're having some issues first, but I think we're going to get them sorted out. We're, we're kind of smart guys. I think we can uh, we can get this figured out one way or another. But we are live from Highlander Stadium in Highland Park, Texas. In the middle of Dallas, we have a beautiful Dallas skyline looking out of the press box. And this is one of the best views I've ever had, Jaron. And uh, let's hope that we can get an awesome North Forney win with it. Uh, but we'll also welcome you to the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. And we got a lot to get to in a little bit of time. We might have one of the Highland Park uh, TV uh, guys jump on with us and do a little pregame uh, back and forth. That'd be really cool. Uh, but we got plenty of talk, plenty to talk about, regardless. And uh, and I wanted to start by saying how cool this stadium is and how neat it is to get to be here. And uh, what do you, what kind of, what, what are your vibes on it, Jared? Well, it's an old school kind of old type feel. You know, one of the guys joked and said the 1980s feel, but I don't know. It's just very nostalgic. Kind of has a real a neat look to it. Uh, you know, we talked about like Hoosier kind of look, uh, you know, dark brick. Everything's real nice in the middle of a neighborhood. We thought that was really cool. And so a really neat environment here. And they have a bagpipe player on the sideline. That's pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to uh, it's hard to go wrong with a, a bagpipe player for sure. Uh, so let's set this up. North 40 coming into tonight's game 4-0. They're undefeated. Of course, they're not. Their three non-district opponents weren't that uh, weren't that tough. weren't that tough. Uh, last week they got a little bit a bit more of a test with uh, Wiley East. They came in and you know it was of course we know how that game went. Seventy to sixty-five was the total, and uh, and we'll have to uh, when he gets in here we'll have to figure out something headset for him. We'll just do okay. All right. Yeah. So it's 70, 70 to sixty-five shootout that saw Colby Suits score ten touchdowns and what an amazing game that was. Uh, Highland Park had their own fun experience as they blew out Lucas Lovejoy uh, on the road, 50 to seven, and so they're coming here riding high too. Now they've played a tougher uh, non-district schedule. They started out with Rockwall. Rockwall's top 20 in 6A this year, uh, so they're definitely a good team. So that was a tough test. They only lost by a couple. It was like 52 to 49. The the, the final score of that one. Uh, then they bounced back with a win over Waxahachie and a win uh, win over Mansfield Summit, and those are some pretty Pretty stout schools. So, you know, Highland Park's coming here, and they've already been battle-tested. I'm not sure North Forney really has. You know, Wiley East even struggled last night against Poteet a little bit. So, I don't know how good Wiley East even is. They're better than the non-district guys, but they're definitely no nobody like Highland Park's already played. Of course. And, again, this is such a storied, such a pedigreed program. And, you know, obviously defending state champions, that's not the only time. And they produce guys, you know, such as Matt Stafford and Clayton Kershaw, the professional pitcher. Went here, so obviously a, a strong pedigree. But uh, they've battled some injuries as well. And I know uh, Miles will come in and talk a little bit about that in a minute. They've battled some injuries as well. Starting to get everybody back, though, at this point in the season. But, uh, you know, everyone's beatable. And so, and I know that the Falcons uh, believe that. And so they are coming in ready. You know they're going to be prepared. You know Coach Jackson's got them prepared. Well, and, uh, and we'll have Miles talk a little bit about this when he gets in here in just a minute. But we'll talk about some of the comments that Colby had to say that really got the uh, Highland Park defense kind of fired up and ready for this one. So let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, let's hope, uh, let's hope we can get Miles on. And we'll talk a little bit of Highland Park, North Forney, right here on the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. 
They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, we're back here at Highlander Stadium, Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. Now we are joined by the – so I'm going to let you introduce yourself okay. so I don't mess anything up. <clears throat> sure. I'm Miles Dunklin, play-by-play voice of the Highland Park Scots. All right. So uh, how long have you been doing that? I've been the voice of Highland Park football for three years, but uh, for about a decade I did uh, Highland Park basketball, lacrosse, baseball, hockey, volleyball, you name it. I now live up in uh, Denver and uh, come back down here to do the Scots games because there's nowhere else I'd rather be on Friday night. Man, I don't know. Denver sounds pretty good, too, though. It's not too bad. You know, you got the skiing and the good weather and all that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, love, love being here on Fridays. Okay, so Nowhere tell us, else I'd rather be. So tell us a little bit about Highland Park and their season. Uh, you know, everybody knows they're defending state champs. They've got John Stephen Jones, the grandson of Jerry Jones, as quarterback. But, you know, tell us a little bit more about the team that we, maybe just the, the casual fan d- doesn't know. Sure. So they, they return a couple of their big stars. Thomas Schellmeyer, the left tackle, he won't play tonight. He was first team All-State last year. James Herring, another one of their captains, he also will not play tonight. But they returned about five or six of their real stars that helped lead them to the state championship game last year. And then they're replacing a lot of other guys. So they got a lot of new faces in some key positions. They had ten new starters on defense in the first game. That's – 
how they kind of got lit up by Rockwall. They had some really just fresh new guys in there. Uh, but uh, that defense is going to reload. Uh, they are not rebuilding. Uh, they nearly shut out Lovejoy last week. Lovejoy scored in the very last minute. But uh, the mentality around here is, is not one of rebuilding. It's one of reloading. They do a good job on their sub-varsity levels. They win at the, at the JV and freshman levels, and they got guys ready to, to come in and play as seniors, as kind of finished products as uh, they played freshman, sophomore, junior year on the sub-varsity. So everybody knows about John Stephen Jones. They know the name. They know that he's the grandson. Uh, but tell us a little bit about his game. What makes him Ooh. so good? Well, um, he's, he's just uh, – you know, he's obviously been around the game for a long time, and that, and that shows. You know, obviously everyone's going to say, you know, grandson of Jerry Jones. You wouldn't know that if you spent, you know, five years around, around the guy. He would never one time let you know that that's, that's the case. He's a really humble – Humble young guy and uh, just a good kid, a good leader. But he's just a darn good football player. He uh, kind of reminds you of Tony Romo. When I talked to Coach Jackson this week, that was the name that he threw out there, and that's pretty much what every coach says. He's just got a savvy about him, or just a, just a, a gamer. You know, all that sounds kind of cliche, but it's really true with him. He found a way to lead Highland Park to the state championship, and uh, it was it was not bought, uh, contrary to popular <laughs> belief. Uh, they I'll went out sure and earned it. Out in North, North they they lost their four top skill position players by the third round of the playoffs, and John Stephen was able to, to lead them all the way home. Now, speaking of your, your skill position players, outside of John Stephen Jones, who should North 40 fans be worried about tonight? Ooh, Cade Sawstad, big number 88, one of the top lacrosse recruits in the country, headed to Virginia. Uh, he's about 6'5", out there playing wide receiver. And if he wasn't a top lacrosse recruit and signed up to play defense for the Cavaliers, he would be a top football recruit, as well as Paxton Alexander. He really led the Scots to that state title. They were out, Cade Sawstad, out, out there, two top running backs, out Scully Genevine last year, and Paxson had four touchdowns against uh, number one in the state, Denton Ryan. And uh, he is a little water bug running back committed to Michigan for lacrosse, uh, but he can really scoot. Now, what should we what, – what is the, what is the, uh, the Highland Park offense going to look like tonight? Well, I, they're a unit that takes what the defense gives them. They're either going to be in four wide receivers with one, run, one running back or two running backs and three wide receivers. That's really all they will do, those two looks. Um, Jones is going to take what the defense gives him. He does a good job uh, in the run-pass option, making the right decisions. And in the passing game, uh, he, he gets the ball to the right guy. He, he obviously likes to throw it to Sawstad, but they do a good job of distributing the ball to everybody else. And they will do a lot of check with me, go to the line, have the, have the coaches make the adjustment from the sideline. And, uh, you know, I understand North Forney is going to gamble a lot on defense. And so look for Jones to just try and be making the right decisions. They don't try and do too much. Now, defensively, you, when we were talking kind of earlier off air, you mentioned they have a couple of playmakers, a couple in the secondary and then a couple up front. Just kind of elaborate a little bit about those guys. Yeah, no James Herring tonight. He's probably their best player in the secondary going to Harvard, but he will not play. Uh, they do have a stud at safety, uh, Zach Fultz, number four tackling machine. But you got to watch out for Prince Dorba. The guy's going to be uh, a household name for, for high school football fans over the next couple years. He's 6'4", 220 pounds. Just learning to play defensive end for the first time. He's a basketball player, one of those guys that uh, he's just a raw athlete out there. He's very green, but he's going to make plays. And uh, from talking to him last night, uh, he is eager to introduce himself to Colby Suits. Now that's something we kind of teased a little bit before you came on that 
uh, you know, some of Colby's comments in, in Dallas Morning News and stuff that the Highland Park defense's ears, they kind of heard. Share us a little bit about what they, what they said to you. Oh, just last night uh, I was up here for the freshman game, talked to a couple of the guys, and they were all, all fired up. That, that's definitely bulletin board material for the Scots. And, you know, you just something you never want to give those guys one extra reason to beat you. But they were, uh, they were a little bit, little bit angry, a little bit upset, took that personally, especially the guys in the defense said, hey, you, you know, you're saying you, we, you think you only need to stop us twice to win. That's an insult to my defense. That's an insult to me personally. And those guys took it that way, and uh, they're, they're going to use that tonight. Uh, I will uh, guarantee it, especially early in the game. Hopefully they don't come out too overhyped because of that. But uh, that will definitely be on the minds of all 11 starting defenders. Well, it should be a lot of fun, and, and we really appreciate it, Miles. Absolutely. All right, so let's get back. Good uh, luck to you guys tonight. We'll be back in just a minute on the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Rich, juicy, smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. All right, we're back at Highlander Stadium. It's Wally and Jaren, KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. And, man, we are ready for some North Forney Falcon football. Both teams are kind of lined up, uh, about ready to come out onto the field. Of course, North Forney, North Forney uh, has their tunnel with, uh, with the Falcon coming off the end of it. And uh, right now on the uh, video board, Highland Park's got a pretty sweet pregame intro hype video that uh, the guy that, that actually does that, his name is William. I don't know his last name. I have to get his last name. But uh, he was kind of showing us a little bit before on his phone because he's the one who does the videos. He was showing us – you know, what, what was going to come up for the game. And, man, it, it looks really sharp. That, that's, that's really nice. 
is well done here. Let's put it that way. Well, and that's what I was about to say. Is that first of all, everybody's been so great, very hospitable here, and uh, they they've got it going on. They have some great stuff here and some some great people. They have a video trailer down there with about fifteen guys, staff guys for their video trailer down there, and uh, it, they know what they're doing up here. But uh, I believe our Falcons will know what they're doing come football field, and so I'm excited to see the game. Well, you know, and I think, you know, Highland Park gets a bad rap. You know, when I played them uh, going to school in Forney, graduating in 07, they were in our district the last couple of years. So I played I played in the gym that you can see right across the way there, Jaren. Uh, you can see it in the gymnasium in there. I played right in there. Not great memories. Not, <laughs> not good ones being a fat, short, white guy trying to play uh, basketball at Highland Park. Wasn't uh, – or against Highland Park. Wasn't, uh, wasn't pleasant. But it's definitely not as bad as West Mesquite. That's a story to be said later. Uh, you know, I, I think they get a bad rap as far as, you know, I think everybody thinks they're ritzy, you know, that they're, you know, you can't touch me kind of, you know, kind of deal. And so far it's just been the complete opposite since we've been here. Everybody in the press box has been so hospitable. They've been so kind and gone out of their way uh, to make us feel at home. And, uh, and they also really, they really take pride in their product. You know, and that's just talking about the video board. Uh, their field looks really nice, really sharp. It's an older stadium. Yeah. Uh, but it's still it's in really great shape. And you mentioned, uh, you know, if you just look around, you've got three or four different tents, little tents set up where there's a camera, uh, camera guy on you know different ends of the end zone. There's the big trailer production truck uh, down in the in, in the uh, east end zone. Uh, so it, they do it really nice here. And it's you know sometimes you get teams that are kind of up there, maybe get spoiled and uh, have a, a sense of privilege. This is not, I don't feel like this is Highland, that's Highland Park at all. I think they, they have earned every bit of what they've got, and uh, and they really take care and take pride in what they've got as well, and it really shows on uh, on a product so far, even just before pregame. There's a Stephen Jones sighting, Jerry Jones' son. See you know, the father of John Stephen Jones. See him down there talking to some fans. Where? He's right as the tunnel. This tunnel right here. He's he's going to be walking up. Uh, you're right. So sure, all right. Yeah, I might is. have to sneak down there, uh, go give a high five or something before. Well, and there's old Jerry right there, right now. in front of him. That's old Jerry Jones. Hmm. So sitting right there in, in the stands. Wow. Okay then. So yeah, you know, and last year was cool because Jerry Jones and Stephen, I think a couple of, so a couple of the family members flew in on their helicopter, Air uh, Jerry One or whatever they want to call it. That is Steven. I don't think that's uh, – That's not Jerry. That's not Jerry. My eyes were – He might be coming up here and sitting with us. I don't know. I, I've, he sat – and last year was so neat because Jerry Jones just sat in the middle of the stands with everybody, around everybody else. Nobody really bothered him. He was at home at peace. Uh, but, yeah, it's still it's still cool. I mean, that's that's the kind of the element you have to play in here. You know, first of all, you come in and Highland Park is – you know, they put up all the state championships all around. You know, it's right underneath us in the uh, press box. Uh, in the booth, you know, it shows all the different years they've won state championships. Uh, so you have to deal with that. You just have to deal with the tradition. You have to deal with them being really good. Uh, but then you also deal with the ambiance of, hey, there's Stephen Jones, the Cowboys' uh, vice president of operations, and and Stephen's usually in the or uh, and Jerry's usually in the stands too. And so as a player on the other side, that's kind of that's a big deal too. You know, you, you're playing in front of Jerry Jones, playing in front of Stephen Jones. So that's just another part of uh, – I, I think that's really – that helps Highland Park, and that's a bit of their home field advantage that you don't really have uh, too much in high school football, the home field advantage that other teams have to really worry about. I think that is definitely a factor here for uh, for Highland Park. 
Oh, no doubt. And uh, it's, a, it's a unique environment for sure as the Falcons barrel through the sign with the fog machines up. They are on the field, and they look pumped up there in their white unis with blue on the side, blue shoulder pads as well, and those nice, clean helmets we talk about every week. Um, they look focused and pumped. And, again, uh, Coach Jackson been coaching here a long time. He knows about Highland Park. He knows the area. He knows the culture of this place. And so he, you know he's been working hard to prepare his young men. Yeah, and we're going to get that crowd mic going too so everybody can hear. Uh, they're doing the, the coin toss right now at the middle of the field. We'll see who uh, who comes down with that. It'll be interesting to see who, like if North Forney wants to take the ball first, if they want to get their offense out there, if they want to get their defense out there. Uh, I will say that we do have the Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line up and running. That number is 469-355-0362. If you guys want to send us any questions or comments during the game about the game, or uh, about the broadcasters, about you guys, you can do that. Once again, that number is 469-355-0362. And we want to say thank you to Soul Man's Barbecue. Those guys do it so great out there. We have our Falcon Spirit Night every Monday night uh, from 6.30 to 8.30 out there where the players and fans come out there. And Dave from Forney Embroidery comes out there with his swag truck. And uh, but anyways, Soul Man's, they're also our pregame show sponsor, and they are amazing uh, we are about to get the national anthem. Looks like it's going to be done by the, the Highland Park Choir, so we'll go ahead and tune into that. national anthem and it is about time to get this started and man I, I just you know as excited as I was during last week about Wiley East and uh, and how how big of a game that was going into it just you know knowing what it was going to mean for North Forney if they could pull out a win take that double it and that's what we have <laughs> for this week I'm telling you again and I think it's going to be week after week we're excited and become more excited to see what the Falcons can do and we talked about Wiley East being a test last week, first district game. But this is a defending Division I, 5A Division I state champion. So if, I don't think there could be a better test <laughs> than these Highland Park Scots. Man, you know, the, the stands are starting to fill up too. And it was funny because 
So I have to address a, a text that came in on the Young, Adi Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line. And they asked me, uh, the, they said the pregame spread looked really good. And, and it was. It was really good. Uh, you could tell that we're at Highland Park just from the pregame spread because our, you know, a lot of places will bring in Taco Casa or Subway or Schlotzky's. No, they had sushi and gourmet pizza from Nick and Sam's. <laughs> so, so yes, it was really good. How many free foods, free plates of food did I eat? Uh, let's just say I had to use two plates, but technically it really could have fit all in one. I just didn't want to be that guy. Oh, yeah. So it really won, but I guess realistically two. That's how many. And that is from Jono, so thanks for listening in. And, uh, of course, that text toy line is open, 469-355-0362, and the kickoff is about ready to – we're about ready par to partake in the kickoff. Highland Park will be kicking off to the North 40 Falcons from left to right across the radio dial. Back deep to receive for North 40. It's Corey Maple. This one's going to be pooched. At about the 25, it's going to be caught by Jaden Barral. Breaks the tackle, still on his feet, almost to the 30-yard line, and finally wrapped up and taken down there. Man, I can tell you, this, you can sense this excitement and this electricity from all sides. It's not just Highland Park. You, we're obviously on the Highland Park side, you know, being over on the home side in the press box. But I tell you, it is an electric atmosphere, and you can sense it. You know, that's it's just it's, it kind of adds a different layer when uh, when both teams kind of have a little something extra, you know, and when. You know, Kobe kind of threw a couple things out there about how how they think they can win. The Highland Park kind of took a little bit of offense to it, and, uh, and vice versa. So this ought to be a lot of fun. So first down to 10, ball in our own 29 for the Falcons. Kobe takes the snap, hands it off to Rivera. He's met in the backfield, but he plows ahead for a yard out across the 30-yard line. I'll bring up second down and long. I'm so interested to see the offensive game plan of the Falcons. I think we're going to see something perhaps a little different than what we've seen. You know, they pull something out of their sleeve every week. Of course, Highland Park runs the 3-4. Colby looking to the sideline now. A receiver out wide on each side. Jordan Carroll and Corey Mayfield, Jr. Ribeiro, the running back. They'll turn, hand it off again to Ribeiro. He's got a little bit of room to run now across the 35-yard line before he's wrapped up by a couple of different Scott defenders. And that'll bring up third down and four, the first third down of the game for the Falcons. You know, will we see another handoff to Ribeiro, or will we see Kobe drop back and try to uh, throw something short, or will he run? You know, something that we introduced last week. Uh, and we've got a little bit of a different formation. There's two H-backs now. They're on each side of the offensive line. Kobe fakes the handoff to Ribeiro. He's looking deep. He's got a man. It's Jordan Carroll at the 30. He catches at the 25, the 20, 15, 10. Touchdown, Carroll from Sue. And the Falcons have it. Oh, my gosh. No flags on the play. That's touchdown, Falcons. Wow. You know, that's it's the big play potential. And we didn't even really get a chance to talk to Miles about that. That connection, that alone, not just the deep shots in general, but the connection between Colby Suits and Jordan Carroll, and it was on display there. He just got past the cornerback on the far side, caught it in stride once again, another beautiful throw from Colby Suits, and ran the rest of the way untouched. Unbelievable, wow. Rodriguez then for the extra point. It's a high snap, but the hold is good, and the kick is good. We do have a flag on the play, a couple of flags, so we'll see what that's about. If it stands the way it is, North Forney has jumped out on top. You know what, though? It's not a good, as good of a start as it was last week. It took five seconds longer than it did to score a touchdown against <laughs> Wiley East. A minute and five seconds into this one, North Forney has struck first. Wow. Such a gutsy third down call there, but it definitely proved, you know, them going deep on the far sideline. I, I, I wouldn't have predicted that, <laughs> but a good a, call there. It's a personal foul against Highland Park. So I would imagine they'll enforce that on the kickoff. So it'll be kind of interesting 
Uh, to see maybe if North Forney goes back to the onside kick with having a lot better field position. And that was the other thing I kind of wanted to get to as well. Uh, is we'll catch a commercial break here in a minute. <laughs> we kind of just we talked right past that one. Uh, you know, that North Forney didn't do any of their, their onside kicks like they did the first three games, you know, constant onside kicks. They uh, Last week they didn't do it against Wiley East just because Wiley East lined up differently. They kind of played it a little bit better. And so I'll be curious to see, especially against a really stout team like Highland Park, how they will come out and, uh, and see what they do here. Well, I think just scoring so quickly, I mean, that's a bar setter right there. That's a huge momentum setter right there for the Falcons. So we'll see if they, like you said, especially, you know, going deeper into the Scots territory with that personal foul. Yeah, so instead of kicking off on their own 40-yard line like you would normally do, they're going to go all the way to the 45 of Highland Park, and that's where the North Forney will kick off. So it will be interesting to see if they did try to try to trick something up here. Or perhaps more of a pooch type thing, you know, a short-distance pooch. 7-0 the score. North Forney leads just a little over a minute into the game. A deep touchdown from Colby Suits to Jordan Carroll, and that is the opening score of the game. Rodriguez getting set to kick off. So is the other kicker. It's going to bounce. And this one's going to go out of bounds. So the, the great field position that you did have on them, you turn around and give it right back, and Highland Park will start. Uh, let's see where they give them the ball. Maybe their own 35. Let's see where they start. And it was a low kick. It looked like it had you know onside potential, but with a little too quick, a little that, too fast. And that second hop was yeah. really big. Yeah, that first it was okay for the second, but then it caught that second hop and really jumped. So, of course, both these teams run a 3-4 defense, and that's always kind of interesting to see, you know, how each team responds to it. Uh, North Forney, the first two plays on offense, didn't have much going. Two handoffs up the middle of Rivera for a couple of yards, and then it was the deep throw. Now, of course, offensively, uh, the, the Highland Park guys were telling us we needed to watch out for as we've got whistles on the field before the snap. We'll see what this what that is. They'll, they'll be uh, Highland Park will be starting at their own 25-yard line, so you really don't give up that much field position, so it's not – not a bad little risk to try to go for maybe a little bit of an onside like you did. Uh, remember, Highland Park's big-time playmaking receiver on the outside, Cade Sostad. 6'5", 190, big-time playmaker. Well, that's what we were told to watch out for him. He's a uh, he's a, a lacrosse commit. To Boston College. To yeah. Boston College. So that uh, man, that's kind of interesting. Or is he, is he the – is it him or Alexander that's the – lacrosse commit or is he too they're both of them i think they both play lacrosse but i think it, the first one that you mentioned we got another uh, official called the timeout the highland park coach is discussing some things with the official i think on ball placement after that kick goes out of bounds yeah you know I, i'm you know in each the college high school and pro are all different as far as where you would start with the kick out of bounds uh but they're going to stick it with the 25 yard line so that is where john stephen jones will take over in the shotgun or running back to each side He's going to turn and hand it off. He's got a little bit of room to run out near the 30-yard line, a gain of four to the 29. And that was number, looked like number seven, one of the backup quarterbacks that was out there. We'll see. Now he goes empty set, back to the line of scrimmage real early, or real, real quickly. Five wide receivers, two to the left, three to the right. Ball's in the middle of the field. Jones takes the snap, throws over. It's caught by Sostad. He's got the first down, steps out of bounds, close to the 40. They'll say he stepped out at the 38. It looks like the defense playing a little bit more of a prevent type deal, you know, not playing real aggressively, kind of letting uh, the Highland Park offense kind of roll a little bit, see what they got. 
Paxton Alexander and Connor Allen, the two running backs in the backfield on either side of John Stephen Jones. He's got two receivers to the right and one to the left. He'll take the snap. He's going to roll out to the right. He looks. He throws. It's complete just before the 50-yard line. That's number 10, Carson Bryant, on an easy pitch and catch that they're going to give them another first down on right at the first down marker. Just under 10 and a half minutes to play here in the first quarter. North Forney struck first with a deep touchdown throw from Colby Suits to Jordan Carroll as if there was anybody else. Jones again in the shotgun. Two running backs back there with him. He'll take the snap, turns, hands it off. And gain of two on the play. Going to be wrapped up by Devin Beeman and Willie Thomas. And that was Alexander again on the carry. A beautiful night here. We've got the one of the windows open here. So we got the field mic cranked up, so you should be able to hear a little bit of that. And we will definitely have the Pride of Falcon Nation band at halftime brought to you by Awards Music and Terrell. And that will be part of the Forney Air Halftime Show. Jones takes the snap, draws back. Roby Robinson blitzing him. He gets away from that, throws it complete to Alexander. Picks up a block on the edge. He's got some room to run. The 20, the 15, the 10. He's wrapped up and taken down by the shoestrings. Number 24, Derek Holt on the tackle. But that was Paxton Alexander on a broken play. Roby had him in the backfield, and John Stephen Jones, being the playmaker that he is, was able to kind of just shake him up. You know what that looked like a lot? It was a Tony Romo move, <laughs> just like they talked about pregame. They, yeah. they, they remind him a lot of Tony Romo. That's his idol. It's why he wears number nine. He grew up watching him a lot. Uh, and that was a, kind of a Tony move, just kind of not even know the, let the, the blitzer know that you're coming, but able to, to elude him. Jones takes a snap, hands it off to Alexander. He's inside the five, still barreling all the way down inside the two-yard line. And I think a couple plays on that big gain, you know, Robinson came in for the blitz. I think that sacrificed a little bit on the outside there, and that's that's a risk you take when you bring those guys in. Well, that's why it's so important to get home on it when you do because you, you do expose everybody else behind you. Second and goal, ball from the two-yard line. Two receivers to the right and one to the left at Sawstad. See if they do a fade to him in the corner. He's got the size on Mayfield. This time they're going to hand it off, and it's going to be across the goal line for a touchdown. Hand off to Benner Page. And just like that, Highland Park answers back. They move quickly just as the Falcons do. You know, in, in, in years past, Highland Park's had a pretty big offensive line. This year, and especially because of a couple of injuries, you know, they were running a couple of guys out there that were 5'9", 218 was one of the ones we had listed. That's, man, that was about me in, in the sixth grade. It's about the size I had. So it's a little bit interesting to see how their offensive line looks a little bit different than in years past. Now they line up for the extra point. The kick is up, and it is also good. So our score, 840 remaining in the first quarter. It's the Highland Park Scott 7, the North 40 Falcons 7. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser's Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? 
no problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Highland Park. Highland Park ready to kick off. Of course, they just went down and scored just a couple of minutes. It only took North Forney a minute and five to score the first series of the game. And then Highland Park's first possession, it only took them just over two minutes to go down and score. And the kick is away. It's a nice high one. It's going to land in the arms of Hogwood. He's going to turn and hand it off on a little bit of a reverse. And it's going to be swapped out in before the 10-yard line. It was Galen Brown who came around. Not one Galen. That was Corey Johnson came around on the reverse, picking it up, and, and Highland Park was all over that one. Yeah, they sniffed that one out pretty quick. Not a lot of room there for the Falcons. So they'll start kind of press back in their own territory. Looks like the ball will be on the nine-yard line, on their own nine-yard line. So Kobe Suits brings the offense back out again. Of course, it was three plays, 71 yards on their opening drive, capped by a 67-yard uh, a touchdown strike to Jordan Carroll. Kobe in the empty back set. He's all alone. In the shotgun. Now he'll look over to the sideline, get a different call, bark it out. It's a 3-4 defense played by Highland Park. Now they're going to show a late blitz off the edge. Kobe rolls out, and now he's just going to throw this one away out of bounds. The Scots bringing a little more pressure than they did on the first offensive possession for the Falcons. Well, that's a little bit of a it's – a, it's a real late – that's a really – they did a really good job of disguising that look at Highland Park. They only had three down linemen. Uh, the middle linebacker was kind of showing blitz, dropped out, but then at the last second, two slot guys, both those outside linebackers, they blitzed off the edge, and it really kind of confused North Forney. No doubt. Showing outside pressure again. Kobe in the, in the shotgun by himself. He's got three receivers to the right and two to the left. Now he looks for the snap. He will turn, throw, it's complete. Across the 15, that's Mayfield. Across the 20, out near the 25-yard line. That's going to be good for a first down. And a nice recognition there by Colby to get the ball in and out of his hands really quickly. Corey Mayfield, Jr., University of Texas San Antonio commit, verbal commit. Valuable piece of the Falcons' offense and defense. Now back to the line of scrimmage again. This time it's going to be three receivers to the left and one to the right. In the backfield next to Colby is Corey Mayfield, Jr. Now he'll go in motion out to the right. Kobe's going to look. He's going to throw it. He's got Jaden Burrell across the 40-yard line. Carroll with a nice block. Burrell still on his feet. 35-30, 25-20. One man's got an angle. Carroll getting out there with a block, and it's a touchdown. Jaden Burrell, Jordan Carroll with some wonderful blocking all the way down the field, and North Forty's back on top. Wow. Unbelievable, incredible blocking by Jordan Carroll. Great athleticism there. Great run after the catch by Burrell. Great job, Falcon offense. And that was a little bit of a run-pass option where Kobe can run it or pass it. He was, you know, all alone back there. And so he kind of starts out like he's going to run. Then he sees Jaden Barral kind of cut across the middle, and his defender is looking at Kobe. Kobe hits Barral. He breaks the tackle. And then two nice blocks down the field by Jordan Carroll. And I think that's that's going to get overlooked. And that's not going to be in the stat sheet. But, man, what that's a fun, wonderful play, not only by Barral, but definitely an awesome play by Carroll to be blocking downfield. 
So 14-7 to score. North 40 leads. 7.57 to play in the first quarter. It's KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly, hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. North 40 with a 14-7 lead, getting ready to kick off. They're going to squib this one down the field. Just picked up there about the 20-yard line, and he gets taken out of bounds rather quickly before he can get to the 30. And Highland Park will take over there at the tw- their own 28-yard line as they trail 14-7. to Not a bad job at all by the North Forney Special Teams <laughs> Unit there. So, uh, decent field position uh, for the Scots, but very much uh, containable for the Falcon defense. So, first and 10, just inside the 28-yard line for Highland Park. They didn't have um, – uh, they didn't have much trouble getting down the field on their first possession offensively. Let's see if, they, if the Falcon defense can hold them on the second try. Hand off around the right side, out across the 35-yard line, gets tripped up there by Javon McKenzie. This defensive staff, though, for the North Forney Falcons have always, has always done a pretty good job, at least so far this season, on making adjustments and quick adjustments once they see some things. Brings up second down and two. Two, rece- or two running backs to either side. Of Jones. Now he'll look over to the sideline and get a different play call. He's got two receivers set up on the right side and one to the left. North Forney does have a lot of their players. All their, all their players are within about eight, nine yards of the ball. This time Jones is going to fake it. He's got a man right over the middle. It's caught in stride. Paxton Alexander, the 20, 15, 10. Touchdown, Scotts. And that was, that was beautiful. It was a slow, delayed draw. And you can see Jones behind the line of scrimmage. Our vantage point, we can see him, you know, kind of crouch down, hold on to the ball, really sell that fake. And then out, out of the backfield goes Paxton Alexander, untouched, right down the middle of the field. And uh, he put it right there on the money in stride. And pinning an extra point, this game is knotted up again. Smart play call, you know, and well-executed play for the Scots. 7 to play in quarter number one. This uh, does have the feel of a North Forney Wiley East game again where neither defense can really put up much resistance. The extra point kick is up and good. So 7.07 to play in quarter number one. It's 14-all. Live from Highlander Stadium. You're listening to the Kevin Y Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you have-
ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, 14-14. Both offenses up and down the field rather easily. On the park getting ready to kick off from their own 40-yard line. Back deep to receive for North Forney is Corey Johnson and Kyle Hogwood. Now they've got whistles on the field. And did North Forney call a timeout? I believe they did. All right, so we'll take another step away. 7.07 to play in the first quarter. And you're listening to Kevin Y Sports True Texas Radio. We won't step away. We'll stay right here. This is too fast of a timeout. We're not ready for that kind of stuff. I mean, we're not a uh, we're not Highland Park broadcast or anything. We don't have our own. Hey now, our own engineers and board <laughs> board ops and stuff like that. No, I'm not in any way is that a meant to be mean or negative. It just means I we're wish multi- we had it. Is what I'm saying. That I just means we we're multi-talented. You know, that's can, one way to look at it. We can handle so many things. So you know what's kind of interesting, <laughs> and this is something we can kind of keep an update as we go along, Jaren. So if you look to my left up here. If you see those yellow sticky notes, you know what those are. I don't. Those are scoring drives. I figured that out pretty early. <laughs> it says on there, it says the plays, three plays, 71 yards, and then the amount of time. And <laughs> we've only played almost five minutes, and we've already got four sticky notes. There's only so much window <laughs> that they've got to put sticky notes on. I don't know what they're going to do when this gets to a 70-65 game like it did last week. Ball's going to bounce inside the 15, but it's going to be picked up by Hogwood. Across the 20. Oh, he had a little crease, and he's going to be brought down as he crosses the 20-yard line out near the 23. Wow. So, you know, Jeremy, maybe one game before the end of the year, we're going to get a chance to breathe, take a drink <laughs> before five minutes in the first quarter. Because so far, when you call a North 40 game, it's definitely going to be like that. But then when you call it also a Highland Park game, they can score the point, score with the ball too. Man, uh, it's. I feel like he, this is good for me as a fat guy because this makes me feel like I'm, you know, I'm burning some calories, oh, being no so doubt. excited and, and and amped up and having to talk so fast. <laughs> Colby in the shotgun. The show late blitz is Highland Park. He's going to look. He's going to throw. This one's incomplete, and that was kind of a dangerous throw, as I think there was miscommunication as to who was going to be the intended receiver on that one. It looked like he was trying to go for Barclay, but Barclay maybe misunderstood the route there. So just a little bit of miscommunication, but no harm, no foul. Second and ten, ball and still on their own 23. Now two receivers will come out to the short side of the field on the left right here in front of us. Nate Miller is the running back in there with Colby. 
He's going to hand it off to Miller. He's going to be out across the 25-yard line, a gain of three on the play, almost four. Nate Miller is a young running back that I really like to watch run. Now, we didn't see him much last week. But we see him early here. We had Calvin on the first couple of uh, couple of plays, but since then it's be, been either no running back or now Nate Miller. Kobe drops back on third down. He's looking, he's looking. He's got a man over the top, and he's going to overthrow him. Looked like there was some uh, – a little bit of holding going on in here, but the, the pass also so, so sailed over Corey Johnson's head quite a bit as well. So it looks like the punting unit will come on the field for the Falcons. And it's a little bit different because, you know, in the past we've had Colby doing the punting duties, but now back there is Jordan Carroll. And Jordan Carroll did, uh, from about the third game on last year, Jordan Carroll took over punting duties, and, and it was a pretty good little punter. We asked him earlier this year if he would, and he kind of – he was a little bit coy about it. He said, yeah, we might. So we'll see what uh what he does. This is a low-line drive punt. It's going to bounce the 40, inside the 40, inside the 30. A nice bounce, still rolling, still rolling, inside the 20, and it will come to rest at about the 19-yard line, and that's going to be an awesome punt, a net of almost 50 yards. 6.23 to play in quarter number one. Highlander Stadium is where we're at. And it's been, wow, it's just been fast-paced, just to, to put it simply. Oh, no doubt. Kind of reminds me of the Mount Pleasant game the first week of the season where it was a tic-tac, tic-tac. That one kind of slowed down, you know, a little bit later on in the second quarter. But This one's really having a look of the last week's game where it was, yeah. if you got to stop, man, you, you should probably go ahead and put some money down on that. <laughs> See if the Falcons can get their turn at it. Starting on their own 19 for Highland Park. Jones in at quarterback. Three receivers to the right and one to the left. He's going to drop back. He's going to look left. Now he looks back to the right. Throws it, and it's ooh into traffic. And broken up. A nice play there by Derek Holt and Roby Robinson converging to knock that pass away. It'll bring up second down and 10. And Kyle Hogwood almost had the interception. He crossed over and put his hand out. Almost had it. I think if you're North 40, if you really want to have a good chance at winning this game, what you're going to have to do is get some turnovers. It's very key that you do that. Highland Park isn't going to give you a whole lot. They're very disciplined. They, they have a very good process, a good system. They're not going to take too many chances with it. But that was one that you might have wished you could have got your hands on. Now in the pistol formation, the running back's behind Jones in the shotgun. He's going to turn it, hand it off to Alexander, trying to spin away from the defender, but he gets wrapped up and taken down. Maybe a yard out to the 20-yard line, and that's going to bring up a big third down for this Falcon defense. Looks like number 59. I think that's McKenzie, number 58. 58 yeah. me, McKenzie, McKenzie, big stop there. You know, I've noticed so far in this game, usually it's been uh, Devin Beeman in the middle. But uh, Beeman's kind of – he's moved outside a little bit more this game, and McKenzie's been the one up front causing some problems. Jones looking for the snap. He'll get it. He's looking to his left, looking to his left. He looks down deep. He's looking for Sawstad. It's complete inside the 45-yard line. He gets taken out of bounds. He caught that one. It was another beautiful throw from John Stephen Jones, and we, this is the first time we've really seen him air it out deep down the field to Sawstad, the big 6-5 target. And that was a really beautifully thrown and, and really beautifully caught. It was good coverage there by Mayfield Jr. It's just – the wide receivers got some height on them, and uh, it was and a well-placed pass. Perfectly thrown. Yeah. It's a ball at the 38-yard line of North 40, and that was a big third down that the Falcons would have loved to get off the field with. 
John Stephen Jones in shotgun with the running back to his left. He'll take the snap. Looking over the middle, being pressured. Now looks left. Oh, almost intercepted by Corey Mayfield Jr. <clears throat> diving to break that one up. He had both hands on it, and man, well, that would have been that would have been redemption right there. Great read though by Mayfield Jr. He was able to cut back. And I believe he followed Stephen Jones, uh, John Stephen Jones' eyes. I think he saw it in his eyes, did an incredible cutback. Good job, Corey Mayfield Jr., to break that up. Second down and 10, ball still on the 38 of the Falcons. Three receivers to the right and one to the left. That's Sawstad out there on the left by himself. And the running back is to the left of Jones. He'll take the snap. Now he's going to look to run to the left. Beeman trying to get his hands on him, couldn't wrap him up. And Mayfield's going to tackle him with a nice form tackle out of bounds before he could reach the 30-yard line and another big third down coming up. Beeman almost got there. He almost got there. He was just maybe half a step to a step behind Jones there, but good effort there. We're seeing a little bit more pressure, a little bit more containment uh, by the defense here. Yeah, they're really making Highland Park work for this one outside of that one long throw that was basically just a perfect throw and catch. Jones barking out the signals to his offensive line now. They'll go back to the pistol formation, which means he's in the shotgun. And now they'll switch from that. He's in the shotgun. Alexander, the running back to his left, two receivers to each side. He'll take the snap. Draws back, looking left, throws left to Sawstad. It's complete and not easy, easy pitch and catch on about a little 10-yard out along the sideline. And that's another first down for the Scots. Again, you know, this is really going to be which defense can really make plays. And like you said earlier, Wally, forced turnovers. I think that's going to be huge. First and 10. Ball spotted at the 23. Devin Beeman trots off the field, get a breather. Now three receivers to the right side, all kind of almost in a bunch formation. Sawstad still the receiver to the left. Alexander, the running back. Jones takes a snap, looks, pump fakes. Now he's going to look to scramble. Rolling out to his right. He's got a man in the end zone. Oh, it's in and out of the hands. The intended receiver on that one was Scully Genevine. And he had a couple of North 40 defenders around him, and I think that's kind of what distracted him last minute because the, the ball did hit him in the hands, but he also had a lot of traffic out in front of him. Just got a score update from Citibank Stadium where the 40 Jackrabbits are ahead of Roy City 7-0 at the end of the first quarter. 5-13 to play here in the first. 14-14 to score. Each team scored in the first two possessions. North Forney's last offensive possession, they had to punt, and now Highland Park trying to score on their third possession. Running the option to the left side, John Stephen Jones pitches it to Alexander. He's got some room to run. Cuts back inside the 10, now spins away from the defender, and he's tackled and knocked out of bounds. That's uh, about as well as you could drop an option play to the left. John Stephen Jones baited the defender, which the defender, that's his responsibility, and the last second pitched it out to Alexander, who got enough for the first down. So they're inching away. A little bit different game plan, it looks like, than their previous offensive possessions and well, I drives. Think, I, I think that's really – that's kind of what makes Highland Park really difficult as an offense too is that they can come at you – you know, and I kind of talked to you about this a little bit too, you know, going into this week, that they can come at you in a lot of different ways and a lot of different people. And they've shown that here with Alexander, with Sawstad, a couple other guys, and, and John Stephen Jones in different formations. Now this time he'll take the shotgun snap. Looking deep to the right corner of the end zone. He's got a man. It's caught. Touchdown. And that one was Scully Genevine. I tell you, this receiver core for Highland Park is extremely impressive. They can really get some separation between the defenders really quick. Well, and they, can, they run all different kinds of routes. The route tree is enormous and very complex. 
So it really puts stress on you as a, as a cornerback, as a safety, as a secondary player, because you really never know what they're going to do, but they, they do everything well. Highland Park lining up for the extra point. Snap is good. Holds down, kicks up, and the extra point is also good. The five minutes to play in the first quarter. It's the Highland Park Scots 21, the North Forney Falcons 14. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. Highland Park ready to kick off from their own 40-yard line. This one's a nice deep kick. It's going to bounce into the end zone, about five yards deep into the end zone, and go out of the back of it. And the Falcons let it go. So a touchback, and the Falcons will start at the 25-yard line. And it's been a, an offensive affair. Each team has had the ball three times. Highland Park has scored in all three. And North Fournia scored on two. And that is, of course, the difference in the game, 21-14. Both offenses have looked really well. It's been the, the passing game for North Fournia. And for Highland Park, it's been a little bit of everything. Kobe in, getting it, shotgun. He's going to turn it, hand it off to Rivera. He's got a little bit of room to run up the middle. A gain of five, almost six across the 30-yard line. They'll give him the 36. Nice, tough six-yard run there from Rivera. And I think North Fournia they might be serving serve him good to kind of slow the game down just a bit. And, uh, and really start pounding away if they can with Rivera. You know, they just got a different look than Nate Miller. I think that's good that they can go back and forth. Seuss looks over to the sideline, gets the call. They got two H-backs that are kind of offset to the left of the, the offensive line. Now Kobe's going to take the direct snap, keep it himself. Across the 30, he's got some room to run. Across the 40, puts his shoulder down and runs through a defender all the way out to the 44-yard line, and that's big time, or good for a big time first down. I just love how he lowered his shoulder there. He didn't slide. He didn't try to get out of bounds. He just hunkered his shoulder down and said, I'll take you on. This offensive line really wanted to take over. Kobe looking to the sideline. He's got two receivers, one to each side of the field spread out. Corey Mayfield down here right in front of us on the left side of the formation. Carroll on the other side. He's going to turn and hand it off to Rivera. Rivera plows ahead. He's out near the 50-yard line. Yeah, they'll give him the 50. And that's good for a gain of almost seven. You see those Highland Park first-level defenders there are trying everything they can to strip the ball from Rivera. You see hands going everywhere. North Forney back to the line of scrimmage quickly again. Rivera on his first chance. Bounces off the back of the offensive line. Highland Park defender loses his helmet. And now we've got some extracurriculars, and the North Forney fans are pretty upset. 
It was the defender number 37 who lost his helmet. There was one pushing a little bit after the play was over. Looked like he jumped back in the squall there. And that was Marshall Ballard. And the North Forney fans were not happy with him. He'll have to leave this for the next play because of his helmet coming off. But that's good for a first down. North Forney moves the chains again. Ball at the 46 of Highland Park. Colby in the shotgun. He's going to look over to the sideline now. Ribera's the running back to his left in the backfield. Highland Park's linebackers are moving all over the place. Colby's going to take the direct snap again. Cuts it up the field. Got a little bit of a crease across the 40-yard line. All the way down to the 37. About two yards shy of a first down. Brings up second down and two. <clears throat> now the, the, 40, the North 40 run game is really starting to come into play. You've added some extra backs back there to provide some extra protection there for Colby. Now Colby looks at the sideline and now barks out the new call to his offensive line. Takes the snap, hands it off to Ribera. He's trying to find a crease, pushing inside the 35-yard line. A couple of yards of tough sledding, but it is good for another Falcon first down. Again, those extra two or three yards that Ribera always gets after initial contact, a lot of times that can really be a big difference in an offensive drive. Two and a half minutes to play in the first. North 40 trails 21-14, but they are moving the ball here on their fourth possession of the game. Kobe barks out the signs again to the offensive line. He's going to look to hand it off to Ribera again. Oh, it looked like he had a crease for just a second, but gets chopped down just a couple yards past the line of scrimmage. And North Forney's running <clears throat> a scheme that we saw a little bit last week from Wiley East, and I wonder if they took it from Wiley East, you know, started using it because of them, or if this is something they kind of practiced before. And that's where they have two tight ends or H-backs to one side of the formation, but not on the line of scrimmage. So it's almost like they were next to the tackle at the very end of the line, but then they take about two steps back. Colby in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to run it himself this time. Cuts up the field. Now tries to make a move to the outside across the 30-yard line. And it takes about three or four Scots to bring him down. And that's going to bring up a third down and almost four. I'm real interested to see, and we might see it on this play, why that opens up downfield, though, being so, stacking so heavy there at the line. And we saw it the first drive of the game. Well, now they're going to change up their formation. They're going to switch a couple of guys out. Now they're going to bring in three receivers to the right side and one to the left. They're all spread out. Kobe's in the backfield by himself. He'll take the snap. Now he's going to keep it to run. Hesitates for a second. Still looking. Breaks another tackle out to the outside inside the 25. And that's going to be close to a first down marker, depending on where they spot him. A nice run from Colby. That looks stuffed from the very beginning, but then he was able to break a couple tackles and bounce it around the outside edge. That was a great play call because they spread the receivers out. So you maybe thought, hey, they're going to go downfield on this. But he kept it again. And perhaps it was a run pass option, a keeper pass option. But he kept it, and it looks Well, they're going to mark him about a half a yard short. Brings up fourth down and one from the 25. North 40 will take a timeout, so so will we. With a minute 13 to play here in the first quarter, KFOI Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Minute 13 left to play here in the first quarter. 21-14. Highland Park leads North Forney. But the Falcons are driving. They've had a nice methodical drive here. 
with a lot of – I don't – have they even thrown the ball on this drive? They I have can't not. remember a pass on this drive. It's been all runs from either Ribera or Colby. And it's got them all the way down to just outside the 25-yard line. I mean, actually, the ball's just right on the 25-yard line. They need to get about to the 24-and-a-half-yard line for a first down. So it's about fourth and maybe a foot. Colby alone in the shotgun by himself, three receivers to the left. Now he's going to run up under center, take the snap, push ahead. Still on his feet, and he's going to lunge ahead for the first down. A nice, well-called play on that one. We've seen that a couple times earlier in the year, and it really kind of catches the defense off guard. Got a Scott defender on the field. Looks like he's banged up pretty bad. All right, well, while he's down, we will not take a break, or will we? You tell me, <laughs> take a break, we'll take a break. All right, well, let's take a break real quick, and we'll be right back here. KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. So the Highland Park defender is being helped off. It's like a little bit under his power, just a little bit of a limp there. That's number 41, Elliot Newsom. But that is a uh, Falcon first down. And on that play, we see, like I said, I was saying before, right there before, uh, before the injured player, we've seen that a couple times from North Forney this year where Kobe will line up in the shotgun, spread it all out, and then will run up under center and take the snap from there and then kind of just push ahead on the quarterback sneak. First and 10, ball on the 24-yard line. Colby in the shotgun. He's got an H back with her. Now he's going to take off and run. A little bit of a hesitation. Bounces off a tackler inside the 20-yard line. That time, instead of just taking the direct snap and running with it, he kind of turned to fake a throw and then took off up the field. Coming up on a minute to play here. Has his tight end there, Michael Corris, in there, providing the extra HB protection. We got to hang out with Michael a little bit on Tuesday night. Yeah, him and Colby came into the studio, and that was, that was a lot of fun. Those guys are – it's, we can kind of joke and laugh and have a good time with those guys and not even not even worry about it. It's it's kind of right in stride with those guys. They're, they're goofballs, too. And Kobe, man, such an aw shucks kind of kid, as, as Will likes to describe it. Just, you know, you can make fun of him, and he you know he's just going to laugh it off. At, you know, not that we were, but you could, and he would just kind of laugh it off. Uh, he, you know, it's you can't have a conversation with him and not come away feeling good about yourself with it, too. And all these young Falcon players are great to talk to. I've enjoyed getting to know them. So second down and six. Kobe's going to take the snap. He looks. He's got a man over the middle. It's caught over his head for the touchdown. Caught it at the five up above and brought it in for the end zone. And it's 21-20 with an extra point coming up. I think we called that. I, I, you know, we were talking like about we him. I, I think we had a part we'll of that. We'll take credit for it. <laughs> you know, and that's the first time we've seen it all year where they sneak that H back out because every play they've ever run out of that with that formation, he's always blocking, always blocking, always blocking. This time they run a play action, slip him up the middle field just like Highland Park did on a touchdown throw to Paxton Alexander. And the extra point is up and good, so we are all knotted up with 46 seconds to play here in the first quarter. It's the Highland Park Scots 21, and the North 40 Falcons also 21. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Gaston Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guestin Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! 
Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. So as we near the end of the first quarter, we are back to being all knotted up. Highland, Highland Park 21, North 40 21. Falcons getting set to kick this one away. It's a squib kick again. It's going to bounce inside the 20 all the way inside oh, the 5. Does it make it to the end zone? It does. That was headed right for the front pylon. And we were all on edge seeing if it would stay oh, inbounds man. into the end zone or go out of bounds at the 1. That was close. And it stayed inbounds all the way for a touchback. Well done there by Rodriguez and the Falcon kicking team. You know, Jerry, we're kind of talking off air. You brought up a good point how they line that H-back up every, almost every play. Sometimes they'll go five wide, empty it out. But that H-back is it's more of a hybrid tight end slash fullback. You know, he kind of do a little bit of both. He Instead of lining up on the end of the line like a tight end would, he basically taps two steps back. He's almost like a wide out fullback. And he, he is typically blocked. Whoever's been in there has blocked almost every play North 40's ran up that formation all year long. This time they faked it. Slipped him down the middle of the field and scored a touchdown on it. <coughs> Jones takes the shotgun snap, being pressured. He's going to roll all the way back out to the left. He's going to keep it himself across the 35-yard line all the way out near the 40. And that was kind of a broken play. It was supposed to go to the right, it looked like. And then John Stephen Jones showed some of his playmaking skills once again and bounced it out to the outside for a first down. Well, the field was spread out so much there, so it just provided a gap in the defense there across the middle of the field just because the secondary was doing a really good job of covering the receivers there. Started to cover those guys a little tired, but that does open some stuff up in the middle. Well, it'll be interesting to see what adjustments the Falcons make here after getting scored on the first three possessions as we come up with 10 seconds left here in the first quarter. Jones will take the snap, throws it out. It's caught uh, near the 46-yard line. That's Sawstad again on the reception. Mayfield pushes him out of bounds after a gain of six on the play. I will say that the Falcon defenders have done a great job on initial contact on bringing the Scots down. There hadn't been a lot of broken tackles there, uh, so it's just the coverages are kind of getting a little bit, but they're doing a great job once they make contact. And that's one thing that you really have to you have to do playing against Highland Park is they're going to be disciplined, so you're going to have to be disciplined as well, and, and tackling is definitely key on that. He's going to hand it off. This is Connor Allen breaking a tackle, cutting back at the 45 inside the 40-yard line. Mayfield's going to ta – or uh, that's Hogwood's going to tackle him down from behind. And that was a nice running gain for the Scots, and that will bring us to the end of quarter number one. So after the first quarter, it's the Highland Park Scots 21, the North 40 Falcons 21. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. 
If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back at Highlander Stadium. It's Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Start of the second quarter. It's 21 apiece. Highland Park and North Forney all tied up. Highland Park. Has it inside the 30-yard line. John Stephen Jones wrapped up and taken down on the quarterback keeper. Devin Beeman on the tackle. And Devin Beeman is a young man that has really impressed me all year. You know, he has incredible effort, incredible grit, and does a real good job at reading uh, the quarterback and the running back if he's in there. Really does a good job. Very impressive. Jones takes the snap. He's going to roll out to his right. He's going to look. He's going to throw. He's got a man at the 20-yard line. It's caught. Completed and ran out of bounds is Carson Bryant. I would like to remind everybody that we do have the Young Ideas Dish Satellite Text Toy line up and running. Feel free to text in any questions or comments about the game or the broadcast or anything in general if you want to, as long as it's uh, able to be read on the air. You can do that. That number is 469-355-0362. Jones will take another shotgun snap. He's going to roll to his left. He's going to look. He's going to throw. He's got a man. It's caught. Touchdown. Highland Park. That one complete to Finn Corwin. Kind of easy. You know, and they just they spread you out. They're technical with what they do. They run their routes so well. And uh, at times, they can make it look really easy. North Forney's had a couple of chances to get him off the field on third down. And Highland Park has just made some really big third down plays that have almost been a gut punch to the Falcon defense. It's really a chess match. It's very strategic. You can tell every play call is very strategic. It's executed well. Um, you got two really good coaching staffs battling it out right now. And both offenses can come at you in so many different ways. I mean, we see Highland Park every play. It's just a, it is a guessing game of are they going to run it? Are they going to throw it? Is it going to be a deep throw, a short throw? Who is it going to be? So it's always tough to stop. So with 11.07 to play in the second quarter, Highland Park goes back on top. They lead now 28-21. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! 
You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Highland Park set to kickoff. They now lead 28-21, just a little less than a minute into the second quarter. Of course, I would like to remind you that coming up at halftime, we'll have the Forney Air Halftime Show as this kickoff goes through the end zone. And that Forney Air Halftime Show will we'll break down the first half and preview the second half, go around some scores around the rest of the district. I know over in Forney, last update I got was uh, Forney and Roy City tied up at 14 apiece. And that is in uh, the second quarter. <laughs> Here we are, 11.07 left in the second quarter. That was 8.52 or 8:52 or in the second quarter. It's 14.14. We're 28.21 with 11 minutes left in the second. That's how fast-paced <laughs> this is. But in that 40-year halftime show, we will also present to you the Pride of Falcon Nation band, and that will be brought to you by Award Music and Terrell. Nate off, Miller. Up the middle. Nate Miller on the carry. Carried a couple of defenders with him, but he only gains a couple on the play. Again, they're going kind of somewhat what we saw the first part of the season where they would use Robert for a quarter, Miller for a quarter. We hadn't seen it the past week or two. Looks like they're going back to that tonight. A receiver split out wide on each side, two H-backs to the right of the offense for North Forney. Nate Miller is to the right of Colby in the shotgun. Some movement on the defensive line from Highland Park. They're going to turn and hand it off to Miller again. Nice little stutter step, and then he gets met in the middle of the hole, but he stains his ground pretty well and falls back ahead for another yard. But it's a nice stutter step in the backfield to kind of avoid that first defender and then find the crease. And that's a gain of about six on the play. It brings up third down and two. Number 91 attacked him hard, but Nate did a great job on pushing through that. And still uh, didn't lose any ground. Big third down, Miller with the carry. Looks like he might be stopped about a yard short. Driven back. They're going to mark him about a yard short, maybe a little more. And that'll be an interesting decision now for North Forney. Do they gamble and try to go for it deep in their own territory with a fourth and a long one, or do they bring out the punt team, or do they have Kobe punt? And it looks like so far they're going to line up to go for it. Kobe in the shotgun. Now he's going to look to the sideline. A lot of defenders in the box for Highland Park. Colby takes a snap, hands it off to Miller. He's going to lunge ahead near the first down. This is going to be really close. He had to get just outside the 40 or the 35-yard line for the first. That's where they're running in with the uh, with the spot, and I think it's going to be enough. And they're going to give him a first down. Woo! Gutsy call. Very. But that's gutsy what you got to do in a game like this. But you got two running backs that can power it out really well. You got Ray Yates having to come off the field right now because his helmet came off. So they have number 78 snapped the ball. He did some of that last week. And that is Cam Rogers coming to the game, at least for a little bit here, showing a late blitz from Highland Park, but it's thrown and caught by Barclay Ford across the 50-yard line. That's the first time we've called Barclay's name tonight. And a great read by Colby, seeing the outside linebacker coming off that side right in his vision. But he was able to throw it past him and still see Barclay Ford for a big first down. He's a great young man to get involved in this offense. He's so athletic. Ball just on, just across the just across midfield. Fake handoff and a throw outside to Barclay. Just a hair behind him. Barclay couldn't cut back quite fast enough to come down with it. Yeah, just off the fingertips. You know, and somebody's name we really haven't called a whole lot of tonight that we were kind of told to watch out for is Prince Dorba. 
That's number 32, a defensive end for Highland Park. Just a sophomore. Uh, you can tell he's really athletic. He's a varsity basketball player. Another late blitz off the edge. They're going to give it to Roberry. He cuts out the middle of the field. He's got some room to run. Gets dragged down by his shoelaces. But he does have enough for a first down all the way down to the Highland Park 38. And North Forney running the, running the ball, moving the chains again. Eight and a half to play here in quarter number two. North Forney trails by a touchdown, 28-21. But they're looking to knot it up. Suits in the shotgun. Turns, fakes the handoff. Now he's going to keep it himself. He's got a little space across the 35 near the 30-yard line. And they were marking just shy of the 30, and that's going to be good for a gain of almost eight. Again, we're seeing a great variety of play calling here for the Falcons. They're mixing it up a lot, even mixing their personnel up a lot, which I think is keeping the Highland Park defenders a little bit on their toes. Two receivers to the right and one out to the far left. Of course, an H back to the right side of the offense. That's Court. Robert is the running back next to Kobe. He's going to fake the handoff. He's looking deep, looking deep. He's got some time. He's got a man. It's Barclay Ford, but it's just out of his reach. He had to go real high to get that one. It was well defended and just past Barclay Ford. They took a gamble a little bit there on uh, second down and short, knowing that they could come back and have a, a manageable third down here. That's why those first down games are so huge. They definitely open up your playbook. You know, in North Forney, that's, that's what makes them dangerous is when they can take those shots downfield. Colby in the shotgun again. Turns, fakes the handoff, keeps it himself. Eludes a tackler in the backfield, falls ahead. He's got the first down inside the 25-yard line all the way down to the 23. He runs so strong, head down, shoulder down. He doesn't run as most quarterbacks do. He definitely uh, shows some grit there. He's got a little shiftiness to him, but I wouldn't say he dances around or anything. This time he hands it off to Ribera, and Ribera's going to get dropped uh, after a couple of yards down to the 21. Gain of just two on the play. We haven't seen the Falcons go to the outside much through the air. So we'll see if that maybe opens up. We had it on the very first drive on play number three where he took that deep shot to, to Jordan Carroll, but that has been about it. Colby turns and hands it off again to Ribera. Oh, he just gets tripped up past the line of scrimmage. There was a big gaping hole that he was salivating over, but he still does get six yards on the carry. It's going to bring up a third down and uh, almost three. Ball at the 16-yard line. See if they go back to Rivera here. I would be. I, I would. I wouldn't be surprised at all if this is four-down territory all night long for North Forney. Colby's going to keep it this time. Slowly, kind of paces his way up to the line of scrimmage, and they're going to stand him up with a big pile. They're still waiting on a whistle. Waiting on a whistle. Finally, they blow it. Nobody was moving. It got to a big mosh pit, a big rugby pile. And they finally blew the whistle after about four, four minutes. Felt like four minutes of that. Should be enough for the first down, and I be believe it is. Yeah, they moved the chains. So the running game working here in the second quarter for North Forney. They get they get, that should be a flag on the play. Let's see, see. cause it looked well no, cause Highland Park was still trying to shuffle guys off the field, and then they got the snap off before. But were they set? Was North Forney set? Because the flag came from North Forney's side of the field. So I want to know if they were set or did they get Highland Park for having too many men on the field. White well, has come to make the call now. And they're going to have false starter legal formation on North Forney. So Highland Park kind of gets bailed out there. Tough break there for the Falcons. They really done a good job on this offensive possession on mixing things up and marching down the field. Still in uh, the red zone. So now that makes it first and 15 ball the way back out the 18-yard line. 
Kobe takes the snap. Now he's going to look and throw left. It's caught by Baral. He has to try to make a defender miss and couldn't quite do it. And a gain of just a couple down to the 15. Not quite back to the original line of scrimmage. They, threw, they threw it out into the flat there. And they tried to set up a, a screen, and it just didn't. The blocking out there from Corey Johnson just didn't, didn't work. Under six minutes to play here in quarter number two. Kobe fakes the handoff. He's being pressured. He's going to flush out. Now he steps up, and he's taken down. A big sack from Highland Park all the way outside the 20-yard line. They're going to mark him at the 22. The pocket just collapsed very quickly there for the Falcons. And it's, that's really the first time almost all season that the pocket's really collapsed. The offensive line has played so well even tonight when Kobe has dropped back, and that's, that's disappointing and surprising at the same time. Big third down here to see if they can get some of that yardage back. Three receivers to the left and one to the right. Rivera's the running back. He's going to fake the handoff to him. Rivera picks up the blitz. He looks. He throws. It's off the fingertips of Corey Johnson. I want to say he heard the defender coming because he got hit, but the ball was already through his fingers, and we'll see if North Forney goes for it, facing a fourth and 18. They are in field goal range, but I don't know how much they trust the kicking game from this, from this range. Looks like they're going to go for it. And really, and if you do turn it over on downs, it's still uh, you're in a pretty good spot defensively. So Kobe in the shotgun, looking for the snap. He gets it, fakes the handoff. He's got time to throw. He's looking and looking looking. He's got a man inside the five and again off the hands. An incomplete intended for Corey Mayfield Jr. And the ball will go over on downs back to the Highland Park deep, or back to the Highland Park offense. And really just some good defense there by the Scots to uh, you know, really stay on the tail of those receivers. And I think maybe create a little bit of anxiety there for the receiving core for North Forney. The play was there. Mayfield was just about right up near the first down marker, but the defender was on top of him. And of course, he didn't catch the ball. Now five minutes left in the second quarter here. The Scots still lead 28-21. Of course, coming up after the end of the second quarter is the Forney Air Halftime Show. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214. 924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. Passes on the right flat. It's caught and complete near the first down marker. That'll be good for a first down. That's number 13. Scully Genevine on the reception. They're going to mark him. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds a yard short of the first down marker at the 31. And I bring up second down in a yard. It's a nicely designed little screenplay there in the flat for the Scots. John Stephen Jones, the quarterback, in the shotgun, running back to each side. He's going to fake the handoff to one of them. Now he's going to look to throw down the middle of the field. It's incomplete. And it was dangerously thrown. A couple of defenders there for North Forney, but it falls incomplete. The intended receiver of that time for the Scots was number eight, Connor Allen, coming up the, right up the seam from the running back position. Furlow and Robertson were playing all defender there. I think if they would have seen the ball coming, they might have made a play on the ball. But you know, good job on playing the defender to break up that play. Well, and when you've had trouble with the receivers all night long, I think you're you're already kind of you're geared towards playing defender and not really playing the ball. No doubt. Stephen Jones this time turns, hands it off. They're looking for just a yard, and it looks like they're going to get it. That's Paxton Alexander on the carry. Good for a first down. Ball out to the 33. Under five to play. Highland Park leads 28-21. Of course, during the Forney Air Halftime Show, we will have the Pride of Falcon Nation Band. That'll be brought to you by Awards Music in Terrell. 
for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales. Call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Jones takes the snap. He's going to roll out left. He's going to look. He's going to plant. He's going to throw. He's got a man downfield. Corey Mayfield is there too, but it's going to be overthrown. Overthrown over both of them. And Sawstad, the intended receiver, looking for a flag. I didn't really see much unless it happened before I was able to look over there. I didn't see any contact downfield. Now, maybe something happened early in the route. Now, one thing so far tonight for Highland Park offensively is when Jones has dropped back to throw deep and set in the pocket, he's had plenty of time. The North 40 defense has not been able to get home. And anytime they've sent pressure, he has sensed it. He's been smart about it, and he's been able to kind of spread the ball around and get it out of his hands quickly. And that North 40 Falcon pass rush just has not been able to get to him all night. Second down and 10, still are their own 33 for Highland Park. Jones this time is going to hand it off to Alexander. He's trying to get the left side. Cuts it back up. Now he gets tripped up and taken down, maybe by his own guy. And that's a gain for uh, about a yard. Brings up another big third down. If North Forney can get him off the field, they'll have another chance to go ahead and tie it before halftime. Four minutes to play in quarter number two. T.J. Dickinson was instrumental in that stop, though. Good effort there by 33. Two receivers to the right and one to the left. Ball's on the left hash. A running back on either side of Jones, who's in the shotgun. Looking for the snap. He'll get it. Fakes the handoff. Wants to roll right. Now he's been pressured, but he's on the screen back to the left. He's got some blockers set up. This Paxton Alexander across the 45. Steps back. He plows over Roby Robinson, still on his feet. Finally gets knocked out of bounds by Corey Mayfield. And another beautifully drawn-up play from Highland Park. I thought, oh, my goodness, we've got him in the backfield. And then he turns back, throws the screen to the other side, and it's Nobody over there for North 40. You know, these Scots just know how to execute plays, you know, and, and they're very disciplined, and you can tell that in their play. First down all the way down to the Falcon 40, and now North 40 trying to keep Highland Park from going up two touchdowns before half. 3.30 left in the second quarter. Highland Park has had the ball four times. This, will be their, this is their fifth possession. They've scored on their previous four. Jones takes a snap, hands it off. This one's to Allen around the right edge. Cuts it back up, taken down, cut down inside the 35, but that's good for a gain of six, almost seven. We're seeing more of running, rushing here from Highland Park than what, we, than what you know, their stats show all year. You know, Allen was their leading rusher coming into tonight with only 187 yards total. Well, Highland Park is a team that really likes to go from side to side. That's their offense. A lot of their runs are side to side. Their, their passes are short or outside, side to side. And they'll take a, take the occasional shot down the middle of the field. But they don't run a whole lot of power up the middle of football uh, like, like North Forney does. A high snap, but it's caught it by Jones. He's going to flip it out on the option. It's Connor Allen again inside the 30, inside the 20. And he's going to fall down inside the 15-yard line as Derek Holt was coming into him. But that's going to be good for another Scott first down, under three minutes to play. They lead by seven over the Falcons, 28-21. It's a big chance here for the Falcon defense to really dig deep, show that Goonville mentality that they talk about, that play that blue-collar football that they pride themselves on. This is going to be a real big opportunity for that. Well, and this is really where the Falcon defense stood, up, stood out last year. And they were really able to bow their back inside the red zone and keep teams from scoring touchdowns. They, they, it's very imperative that they do that here. Hand off to Alexander, he's gonna be patient. Now he cuts it around the left side. Now back up the middle, and he's gonna be brought down before he can reach the five, which means he's a yard short of the first down at the six yard line. Man, and the runners, like I talked about, they're so patient, they're smart, they got good vision. 
and it really makes them hard to defend, especially when they've got great blocking up front. Coming up on two minutes to play before halftime. 28-21, the Scots lead. They're looking to score again and go up by two touchdowns. Jones in a shotgun. Again, a running back to each side. Now he's going to turn and hand it off. Inside the five, barrels his way in. And that was a tough, hard-nosed run by number 21. And I don't have his name. <laughs> but wow. He just he put his head down and really barreled over the defender. A couple of defenders inside the two-yard line. And the Scots go up again. That's senior running back Cameron Reeves on the run for Highland Park. A minute 52, so that does leave time for North Forney to go back down the field and score. But you have to be careful not to turn the ball back over and give Highland Park another chance. Highland Park lining up for the extra point. Snap is good, holds good, and the kick is also good. So, minute 52 to play here in quarter number two. It's the Highland Park Scots 35, the North Forney Falcons 21. You're listening to KFY Sports True, Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. So after another Scott touchdown, they now lead 35-21 with a minute 52 to play here in the second quarter. North 40 has really moved the ball outside of one possession where they had to punt, I think on a three and out. Ever since then, they've really moved the ball until the last possession. They got all the way down inside the 10-yard line and then stalled out, had a false start, or had a legal motion, and got pushed outside the 20, took a sack, went for it on fourth down and couldn't complete it. And then Highland Park took the ball back down the field again. Highland Park has had the ball five times. They have scored five times. And outside of a couple third and longs, they, there hasn't been much resistance from the Falcon defense. Well, you know, we always talk about North Forney's versatile offense. Highland Park's got a versatile offense of their own. And they're, you know, really just makes me think of just manufacturing. They just piece things together well. But I tell you, this North Forney offense is prolific, so don't count them out. Now, the last few possessions, they've really run the ball, but I don't know if they have enough time to do it here. Barclay catches a screen on the outside, but he is dropped as soon as he catches it. That's number 14, Hudson Clark, one of the cornerbacks, coming up to make a play. He beat a block by Corey Mayfield, Jr., and that really that screen to the outside for North Forney, it just ain't working. Those cornerbacks are really coming up. They're getting they're beating, getting past the blocks of those receivers on the outside, and those plays are going nowhere. Second and 10, they're going to hand it off to Nate Miller. He cuts up the field. He's going to be dropped after a gain of about three. And the clock continues to tick. Under a minute 20 to play in the second quarter. North Forney's got to get it going. But they do face a third and almost eight. 
They've got one timeout. Like I said, I think you, you really you want to be aggressive because you're down two touchdowns against a team that is really good. But then you also want to be careful not to give them the ball back again and then go up three touchdowns. And I think that's what North Forney's doing here because they are just looking to the sideline and not running another play under a minute left to play in the second quarter. And Highland Park's also not calling a timeout. And now North Forney finally will with 50 seconds. We'll stay right here. Of course, don't forget, as soon as the second quarter is over, the Proud of Falcon Nation band will be out on the field, and we will present that to you, and that's brought to you by Awards, Award of Music in Terrell. What's interesting, though, is Highland Park will receive the ball coming out of the halftime. Yeah, they will. So if they get the ball and they score, and then they get the ball back again, this game could be over at the start of the, of the second half. Of course, that for, uh, the Award Music halftime show, or the halftime show will be brought to you by Award Music, and for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today. Their number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. And, of course, that will come to you in the Forney Air Halftime Show. And if you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. So the North Forney offense back out on the field. They face a third and seven. Uh, they're at their own... 28-yard line. They got one timeout left. 50 seconds remaining in the second quarter. They trail 35-21. Kobe fakes the handoff. He's looking deep. He's looking for Corey Mayfield Jr. Trying to get separation. He does it. He caught it inside the 25. Down to the 20. And he's brought down. We have a flag on the play. He was trying to get some separation with the with the uh, cornerback. Now, was the cornerback holding him and that's why he had to? Or did he push off? I kind of saw an arm from Corey Mayfield. The first flag was over here on the 40-yard line. Let's see what they who they're going to get on this one. Pass interference on Highland Park. So they're going to decline that, and the ball will be placed at the 20-yard line of Highland Park. They're in the red zone or the Falcons with 41 seconds left to play in the second quarter. Now they are out of timeouts, and they do trail by two touchdowns. Kobe back to the line of scrimmage again as the clock starts up. Kobe takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's looking, he's looking over the middle. Throw, Corey Mayfield snags it out of the air, into the end zone, and the Falcons strike back quickly. Touchdown, wow. Falcons. Well, incredible job there, and they only leave 32 seconds on the clock. He plucked that out of the air with both hands, way out in front of him as he did a, a deep cut in at about the five-yard line, snagged it out of the air, and back-to-back -back big passing plays from Kobe Suits to Corey Mayfield Jr. And Corey Mayfield Jr. is having himself quite a game tonight. A low snap, but it's picked up by Colby on a nice hold, and the kick is up and through. That ball kind of bounced back there on the hold. 32 seconds left to play in the second quarter. It's 35-28, Highland Park over North 40. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylynntravel.com. 
If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. So after a big touchdown drive by the Falcons, which had two big passing plays from Colby Suits to Corey Mayfield Jr., and that gets the Falcons back to within 7, 35-28. There is 32 seconds play in the second quarter, and Highland Park. Highland Park has all three timeouts. North Forney getting ready to kick off. This one's going to be squibbed down the left side, and it will bounce out of bounds near the 20-yard line. Not exactly how you want to play this drive to start out with. But, again, not the worst thing. It's better than a return for a touchdown. So, John Stephen Jones getting ready to lead the defense or lead the Highland Park offense back out on the field. They have had five possessions. They have scored five touchdowns. They've had a couple of, maybe maybe just a handful of long third down situations. Other than that, it has been clean sledding all the way for that Highland Park offense. In case you were wondering, we do have a Jerry Jones siding. He's sitting there beside Steven. It's pretty neat. You look down there and they're pointing to the field. They're just talking about football. I mean, you can definitely know that that's a family that loves football and, and they appreciate the game. 32 seconds left here in the second quarter. Ball's on the 30-yard line for Highland Park. They do have all three timeouts, and they lead 35-28, and they do get the ball to start the second half. Pass complete. No, it's dropped by Salstead. He had had it at the 38-yard line. It was in and out of his hands. Chris Furlow doing a great job. I think he perhaps heard Furlow coming on his heels. You know, and Furlow, man, he's so, so outsized in this game. They list him at six foot. He might be a little generous, and he's not a real big guy. And uh, he's going up. He's pretty much been going up all game long against Sawstad, who's 6'5". Now, I do notice that they have Jordan Carroll playing some cornerback on the other side where it's usually Corey Mayfield Jr. I don't know if Corey Mayfield Jr. may be hurt or he, he, uh, he's been playing a lot of offense. He's got a flag on the play. It's thrown. It's incomplete off the hands of Sawstad. And I'm going to bet that it's going to be holding on the offense. We had a, a, a North Forney Falcon defender getting in the backfield. He kind of got turned around. I think it was going to be, yep, it was because he was held by a Highland Park offensive lineman. You know, if I remember right, in our conversation on Monday with Jordan, I think you mentioned something about, man, all you have to do is play defensive back. And he said something like, you know, we'll see. You know, it said something about, you know, you never know what you might see. Well, you know, we asked him about that and about punter. Well, we've already seen him punt once tonight, and now we're seeing him in there at quarter, cornerback. You know, and that's because, you know, I wonder, you know, I have not seen – I haven't seen KC Cornelius tonight. And uh, and so, you know, with Corey Mayfield Jr. playing so much offense, that's they're kind of mixing in Jordan, giving, giving Corey Mayfield a break. Jones takes the snap. He's in a, on a delayed handoff. A nice spin away from a tackle by Alexander. Now he gets away from Roby Robinson. Carroll trying to push him out of bounds, and he does. Alexander able to get back to near the 30-yard line, right back where the original line of scrimmage was. 13 seconds left here in the second quarter. Highland Park still with all three timeouts. But now they will face a, a third down and oh, – they're going to say he stepped out of bounds well before the original line of scrimmage. So third down and 13 for the Scots. 
at their own 27-yard line. Big stop here, big opportunity here for the Falcon defense. Really could set the tone for the start of the second half. Island Park back to the line of scrimmage, at least for one more play. Three receivers to the left and one to the right. Jones draws back. Now he's looking over the middle, and it's almost intercepted by Derek Holt. Right at midfield, right on the top of the HP logo. So that'll bring up fourth down with seven seconds left. So there is still a chance of a return. Or maybe one more big play here. Looks like they're going to have a punt unit go out there. So that's the first stop. You know, and it did come up against the end of the second quarter, but that's the first stop for this North, North 40 Falcon defense. And maybe even with it being up against the end of the half, maybe that will give that defense some confidence. Oh, I definitely think that's going to be a good thing going into the locker room. You know, and hopefully that momentum will carry into start the second half. So this is the first time we get to see the punt team for Highland Park. There's nobody even back deep to receive it for North 40, so there will not be another play ran at the end of quarter number two. So after one half of play, it's the Highland Park Scots 35 and the North 40 Falcons nipping at their heels with 28. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. We'll be right back here with the 40-air halftime show with award music bringing you the pride of Falcon Nation Band. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, welcome to the Forney Air Halftime Show. Once again, if you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY, True Texas Radio. And now it is just about time for you to listen in to the Pride of Falcon Nation Band. And that is brought to you by Award Music and Terrell. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. And now it's time for the Pride of Falcon Nation Band. Still setting up just a bit, so we're almost ready for the Pride of Falcon Nation band.
Falcon Nation Band brought to you by Award Music in Terrell. 
Once again, for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. We're going to take a quick step away. We'll be right back here with the Forney Air Halftime Show. You're listening to Cave Y Sports, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back at the, for the Forney Air Halftime Show. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. All right, Jaren, so why don't you just go ahead and start laying us, laying, laying on us the stats. What do we have so far? This is all uh, courtesy of uh, the Forney Messenger. Those guys can kind of keep up with stats. Well, they can keep up with it way better than we can. So we just go to them, uh, especially because of Sports Day HS and their wacky get-up that they now have. So now we go to uh, the Forney Messenger guys that are so kind enough to give us their stats. Why don't you go ahead and share us some of those stats we have from the first half. Really interesting stuff here, Wally. As far as first downs, North Forney has 14 first downs, and Highland Park has 16, so pretty close there. As far as on the ground, no rushing touchdowns, but 26 carries for 105 yards for North Forney. And for Highland Park, you got 18 carries, 137 yards, two touchdowns. As far as through the air, not the Kobe Suits and the Falcons are 9 of 15, 265 yards, four passing touchdowns. And Highland Park, 12 of 19, 256 yards, three passing touchdowns. Total yardage, uh, North 40, 370, Highland Park, 393. So I tell you, Wally, not much discrepancy in those stats. You know, I'm trying to pay attention to you, and I'm just I'm really focused on the Highland Park band playing Here Comes the Bride to start their performance, which is really awkward. And there's a big wedding cake. And there is a big wedding cake. But, yeah, no, I hear you. That's what we were just kind of talking about before we came back on air, how even this game really is when you start breaking down all the stats. The big difference is Highland Park was able to get a stop on Forney and cause, cause them to punt on their third possession, I believe. 
and North Forney hasn't been able to stop Highland Park outside of uh, the very end of the half when they basically just ran out of time. And so that's that's the difference. You know, and I've said that before, that if if the Falcons can get get us, you know, if they can get a turnover or two, they can make some plays defensively, uh, that's what they're going to have to do to be able to win this game because the Highland Park offense is just such in tune, so in tune right now that they're just, it's like a, it's a machine the way they're cranking out those first downs and moving the ball chunk after chunk, whether it's on the ground, through the air, they're, they're coming up with some really, really well-designed plays. They had that one where they faked the handoff to Paxton Alexander in the backfield, and, and John Stephen Jones really sold the fake, held on the ball, kind of stayed down below the line of scrimmage, and they came back up, and the person he threw it to was Paxton Alexander, the running back he just faked the handoff to, who streaked down the middle of the field. They, you know, the North Forney lost uh, the responsibilities with him. And that ended up being a big touchdown. They've had a couple of big plays to Sawstad, who, you know, uh, Miles from the, uh, the from the Highland Park TV broadcast told us that, you know, he was going to be the big play guy on the outside. And sure enough, he's made some big plays. But North Forney's going to have to – they're going to have to get a turnover or two to be able to win this game. Yeah, I was talking to some guys in the press box here, and, and that's why I told them. I said, I feel like it's going to come down to defensive turnover. But also, I'm interested to see the adjustments that the defensive staff for North Forney makes because – you know, Highland Park's going to complete passes. You know, they're going to get some uh, yards just because of the system that they run. I think the big thing here for North Forney's defense is containment. You know, eliminating those yards after the catch or eliminating those yards after initial contact. You know, containing those extra yards, I think that's really where Highland Park's getting the edge. And so I think if the defensive staff and the defense can make some of those adjustments there defensively to better contain the yards after catch on some of these plays, they'll be a little bit more successful. Well, you know, there's something that we, we that I kind of mentioned back in early in the first half a couple of times, and I mentioned it later on, and I thought really I don't want it to be something that we look back on at the end of the game and said, man, you know, we could still go back to that point. And that was a couple of times early in the first quarter, the first part of the first quarter, North Forney had the Highland Park defense and a couple of third and longs on the first possession or two. You know, a third and nine, third and eight, a couple of different times. And you know, the, each time that Highland Park was in that position, they were able to convert on third down and, and keep the drive going. And I really thought, man, that North Forney had those chances where they had them in a, in a long-distance-to-go situations, and they just were not able to get them off the field. And I, and I think that might come back to haunt North Forney if they can't get some turnovers, get some stops here in the second half. When they have them in third and long situations, they have to get Highland Park off the field. And I think – some of that just comes to good play calling. You know, we saw some very well-designed screens and some very well-designed play action stuff that I think would, would confuse most any defense, even the best defense. So, but I agree with you that they're going to have to uh, cut down on that third down efficiency for Highland Park uh, and do as they were doing in the end of the first half here, you know, kind of putting Highland Park's offense back against the wall, creating some confusion. And as we saw, as things started to break down for the offense, they started to uh, incomplete some, you know, miss some passes, you know, throw some incomplete passes. Highland Park's offense did. So maybe if they can just cause just a little bit of disruption there, that might be a domino effect that could prove to go in their favor. Well, and the other thing, too, that I think could help out the North 40 defense, you know, we actually we got a chance to go down on the field and talk just a little bit for about five minutes with Coach Jackson before the game. You know, right when we first got here, you know, the team hadn't even come out on the field yet. And, and he had talked about, you know, how, like, the defense was just, you know, they were kind of hurting after last week. They're going to be missing a couple of guys. And uh, and I kind of – I try to slip in a little question there is, you know, is the way you're going to call the game offensively 
maybe going to help out the defense? You know, are you going to slow it down a little bit because they've been running gun all get, all season long from the, from the start? And I, I think, honestly, we kind of started to see that here at a little bit towards the end of that, that second quarter. And that, man, that defense has just been out there for so many plays and just been get, getting gouged. And I think they were getting a little exhausted. And so what North Forney did was start going to the run game. They started using Calvin Rivera. They even started using Nate Miller. They started using Kobe Suits. And I think what that did was, you know, three or four yards at a time, four or five yards at a time. And they were able to slow the game down and keep that their defense off the field and really give them a chance to get a break and get back in it too. And I think that's going to have to continue in the second half. A, you keep your defense rested. And B, you just keep the Highland Park offense off the field in general. And also I think something else we might see is, you know, this North Forney team, they do nothing vanilla. You know, nothing's just plain. They've always got something bizarre up their sleeve. We haven't seen a whole lot of that tonight. I don't know if it's just the pace of the game or if that's intentional. But I wonder if we'll see a little more trickery, a little more uh, pizzazz. I, I don't know. I think you know what I'm saying, though, Wally. Just a little bit more, um, you know, some of those things that just we go, whoa, you know, uh, as we've seen them do some, you know, early on. So be interesting to see if we see some of that. Well, you know, and I've wondered if we would – and it's kind of crossed my mind, but the way that they ended that first half before that last drive where they you know, had a couple of big long throwing plays that where they had success in that second quarter was really just slowing the game down and running the ball. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Now, they did kind of do a couple of empty back sets, you know, and Colby kind of did some different stuff, uh, keeping it himself. But it was just a lot of just power run. And I think instead of tricking it up, that might be an option to go with. It's just kind of let's dumb it down a little bit, you know, for, you know, better intents and words. But – and just make it simplified, if anything. Kind of just simplified. Let's just, hey, we're bigger, we're stronger, we're tougher, and let's keep taking it to them. That helps our defense. That helps us keep moving the ball. And then they're still going to mix in their big plays. Like they had that one beautifully drawn play with Michael Court, uh, who plays that H-back kind of as a blocking tight end, always in the backfield. And this time they kind of ran a fake – they faked the run. He faked the block and was wide open in the middle of the field for a touchdown that Kobe hit him on, and he had a nice catch. Maybe some more stuff. I think play action is where they're really going to get this here in the second half because I, I think they're going to want to keep running the ball. But the way you make big plays off of that too is by really luring them in defensively and then taking shots deep down the field there. And I, I think they're having success in bouncing back between Calvin Rivera and Nate Miller. I think that's proven to be beneficial as well. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back here for the 40-air halftime show as we get set for kickoff to start the second half hot live from Highlander Stadium you're listening to KFY Sports True Texas Radio The Mercury says summertime is here and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool that could be a sign of a problem Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40 Don't let the Texas heat get you down Call Forney Air today 214-924-9745 that's 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. 
Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly, hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Well, they tricked me a little bit here at halftime because I thought they were done. I thought the halftime show was done from Highland Park, but nope. We have the Highland Park uh, drill team, for lack of better words. Maybe they call them the Bells. So we're going to have to sit through that. So you get a little bit more of Wally and Jaron halftime talk for sure. Uh, over in Forney, it's the Forney Jackrabbits 24, Royce City 14. So the Jackrabbits lead there. You know, and when I look over at a score like that with Forney and saw how they played against Poteet last week, how they played against a couple other teams, including Terrell, you know, I, I definitely don't want to look ahead all the way to the end of the season, especially when we're at halftime down 7 to Highland Park right now. But, uh, man, I, it, it, really, things are really pointing in, in towards the favor of North Forney to get their first ever Unity Bowl win against Forney later in the year. Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, just matching the two teams up based on what we see, you know, seen from either team, you know, as they've taken on their non-district in the first part of district schedules. Still uh, football between now and then, you know, and so knock on wood, no injuries on either side, you know, that will jeopardize that or anything. But um, it's going to be an, an interesting one for sure especially if there's playoff implications involved. Man, that would be – and that's what me and Wilk had talked about last year. I think everybody's really kind of honed in on that. It's just – it's a big game when both teams are good or even when North Forney's better just to kind of have that uh, that surprise that they could win. But, man, if you get a game – and that, that'll be a unity bowl for the ages when both teams have a playoff playoff hopes on the line, winner takes all, loser goes home. I can't even imagine what the intensity would be like with, with that game. Oh, no doubt. I do want to mention there's definitely, uh, you know – other coaching staffs up here doing their homework. You know, we've seen uh, Poteet over there, uh, West Mesquite's over there, um, up in the press box. They're taking down notes. They're seeing a good show, you know, especially. You know, so uh, that's the thing about those Thursday night games is you can send coaches out to scout. You know, Coach Jackson said he, you know, watched the game last night. So um, th- this district is so interesting, you know, especially top three or four, um, especially if North Forney – you know, comes away with a win against Highland Park or continues to, to play at par with them. Then you mix those guys with West Mesquite and Mesquite Poteet. So that would be a dogfight going into the stretch. Yeah, you know, what's funny is that seeing Coach Jackson, you know, right before, after half, to, you know, right after the buzzer sounded for the end of the first half, we saw him as the band was kind of getting ready to go out on the field. He was just berating the refs, about three or four of them standing at about the 35-yard line on, the, on his sideline. As the rest of the team was already in the locker room, all the rest of the coaches were already that way, and he was just laying into them. You know, they were kind of going back and forth just a little bit, you know, nothing, no, not even necessarily in each other's face, but you could tell he was animatedly upset about something. And uh, and even as we just kind of paid attention as the rest came out in the second half, Coach Jackson made a point to go all the way down there to that side, <laughs> right where they were out, and come, come say a couple more words to him. Not, this time it wasn't as heated as it was in the first half, but he just had a, he, he had a, a halftime to stew on whatever he said or whatever they said. It was funny to kind of see him go back out there and, and talk to the refs there. But, man, which, this is just so much fun. You know, and I, we kind of talked about this a little bit before the game, 
how you know you're like, man, I'm, I'm really jazzed up. I don't. I'm. You know, part of me is a little worried. Part of me is a little excited. Like I'm all over the place here. You know, I felt the same way. And you know, Highland Park's such a good football team. They're they're the defending state champs. That means they're the best in Texas. And you know, we were wondering how good North Forty was. How were they going to respond? And you know, I kind of just said, man, honestly, it's just from a broadcaster who's trying to be realistic and keep it all down to earth. I just want to see us stay in this game and be competitive. You know, and tell, show ourselves that we can play with anybody. And dude, we're sitting here down just seven points at halftime against Highland Park, and they Highland Park's played about as good as they can game offensively as they can. And yet we're only trailing a touchdown. This is this is just so much fun to be a part of. Oh, no doubt. But talking to you guys, y'all said that last year. You know, it was it was pretty close for much of the first half, if I remember what you said correctly. Uh, so. I, I will say it was it was pretty close. It felt close. I think the halftime score was like twenty-eight to nothing. But I mean, it was they had a okay. really. I mean, it, they had a turnover too. They really they had to do a couple of trick plays. We got them off the field a couple of times. I mean, it was really. I felt like we were really in that game, but we were still trailed 29. We were never in that game, but we you know, I felt it was really close. And then we ended up losing 66-7, so it was really never a game. And yet here we are halftime, it is a game. Well, yeah, I mean, so even if you stopped it right now, you have to be proud of some things that you've seen. But I really think this, this second half is really going to tell a lot. And I think, and I've said this before, I really feel, I really feel it right now, I really believe this, that I think this is really where you're going to see the um, – the grit, this mentality, blue-collar, tough type deal that Coach Jackson has brought in, in the discipline. You know, we talked to him uh, before the game, and he said, you know, that's just one thing that they're really trying to work on is just discipline, and they're not where they want to be yet. And But um, they're making strides for sure. And so, you know, it's, it's the second half of games like these, going to the fourth quarter of games like these, where you really start to see the discipline and the grit of good, successful football teams. You know, there's a couple of guys from Highland Park side in the first half that we really, really – I mean, it's imperative that we get a, get a hold of, you know, and, and don't let them beat us. Uh, one of those is the running back, Paxton Alexander. And I, remember, I do remember watching him in a lot of their state, uh, you know, their state final games, you know, in Texas Stadium on TV. And, man, just he was such a tough, hard-nosed runner that was smart, had good vision. And he's really displayed it tonight. Every cut is decisive. Uh, he's got some good bursts to him. He's a good receiver. He caught that long touchdown over the middle of the field. Uh, he's one of them that they've really got to corral. And the other playmaker they have is on the outside, Sawstad. He makes – they've had a couple of down-the-field catches that he's just kind of out outsized our, our smaller cornerbacks on. And we've really got to come up and, and play play him a little bit better too. And then it really all goes back to you've got to get some pressure on John Stephen Jones. If you give him time, he will pick you apart. He's a smart, intuitive quarterback there that can make plays and the more time you give him the, the bigger plays he's going to make well he gets so he, he gets horizontal so quickly you know he you know he doesn't go uh, back vertically a whole lot you know if he does have to scramble he stays horizontal so a lot of discipline there and and so he is hard to contain in, in that sense but that's soft man I tell you you know and he they we were talking to the guys before the game and they mentioned that you know he's a heck of a lacrosse player you know he can play at Boston College I believe but that if he wasn't doing that, he would would have a Division One football scholarship, and, and I believe him. I mean, very athletic young man, uh, really, really dangerous receiver. You know, and in, in the, so the comments that as we get ready to set, uh, we get ready for the second half kickoff here. North Forty will be kicking it away to Highland Park. Uh, you know, a couple of guys said along the defensive line said, "Hey, you know, we we took offense to Kobe saying that all they had to do was, you know, the defense had to stop us twice, and and they would win the game." Man, really, that's that's kind of where we're at, though. If North Forney's defense gets two stops, they lead right now. 
It, it really is, and I was thinking about that earlier, is that, you know, it might sound like a shot, but there's truth to it, you know. And if you look at the plays of these two teams, it wasn't out of expectation for Kobe to say that, you know, because these are two very good offenses. Rodriguez getting ready to kick it off for the Falcons at the 40-yard line. He's going to squib this one down, bounces inside the 20. It's going to be filled inside the 15 there by Highland Park. Across the 25, across the 30 now, still on his feet, spinning away from one defender, finally drug down all the way out across the 40-yard line, out to the 43, almost the 44. And so Highland Park will start the second half with great field position as they lead the Falcons 35-28. Real interested to see the defensive adjustments here that Coach Jackson and his staff has made. You know, they're very, very studious. They, they do their homework, and they make adjustments where they need to. So you know we're going to see some. You know, and then we'll also see if the Scott offense, you know, puts a little flavor to some of the things that they've been doing. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what North Forney does to change things up defensively because they have to do something. Jones takes a snap, hands it off. It's Allen on the carry. He's ahead for just two. Devin Beeman on the stop. Great job. Close to midfield. Ball at the 46-yard line. Brings up second down and eight. You know, the one – you know, we talked about the press box and how awesome it was. I mean, they had sushi up here for press box food and, like, a gourmet grilled cheese and, like, ham and cheese sandwich. But I didn't see any dessert, bro, and that <laughs> makes me upset. I, this guy, if this fat guy needs some dessert. Jones <laughs> takes the shotgun snap, looks back, across the middle. It's caught complete, making a man miss, and all the way through down across the 40-yard line, and that's a big first down for Highland Park. That's number 13. Scully Genevine on the reception. That's a good find by John Stephen Jones to find him right over the middle, too. And just, again, another well-drawn-up play. Just They spread some things out. That opens up the middle. Genevine's there. And, you know, just well-executed play. We do have the Young Ideas text toy, Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line up and running. That number is 469-355-0362. You can send us anything in, any questions, any comments. As John Stephen Jones hands the ball off, this time it's to Allen as well. He gets a nice block on the outside, and he's finally brought down by Chiapuzio. Roby Robinson got blocked, knocked down on his on his hind quarters by Paxson Alexander, the other running back. That was a nice block to really kick that for a first down. So the Scots moving the ball well, but the defense of North Forney, they're, they're hanging with them. They're playing tough. It's two and a half minutes gone here, or a minute and a half gone here in the first in the first part of the third quarter. John Stephen Jones trying to get North Forney to jump off sides, but they didn't. Now he'll look over to the sideline and get the call. He's got two receivers to the left side. That's the far side of the field, and one receiver to the right. A running back to each side in the shotgun. He's going to turn and hand it off to pa Paxton Alexander, stretching around the left side, trying to get the corner. Gets tripped up and finally ridden out of bounds by Devin Beeman, and that was Hogwood coming up to, get, to trip him up just a little bit before Beeman got there. The defense for North Forney did a better job of getting horizontal that time. They were able to contain Alexander a little bit more than they have been so far. You know, that's one of the problems that they had last week against Wiley East and Corbin Johnson, who ran for 388 yards last week against the Falcon defense, is they could not contain the edge. They could not force anything back inside and keep everything in. And they were able to, last week, the Raiders were able to get outside over and over and over for big gains. And Helen Park's been doing that quite a bit tonight, too. Those outside linebackers really have to come up and make some plays on that edge. Jones takes a snap, looks, and throws, and it's incomplete. Well past the intended receiver. And a few of the Highland, the Highland Park side is getting upset about something. Did you see anything? 
No, if anything, I saw a, a Falcon defender kind of slung to the ground. Yeah, I don't know what the Highland Parkside's upset about, but anyway, that'll bring up third down and five. Once again, this is what I was talking about at halftime, Jaron. This is a chance for the Falcon defense to get off the field in third and long situations. They have to absolutely get off the field here. Jones in the shotgun, takes a snap. He's going to roll out to his right, running, trying to get the edge. He's going to keep it this time inside the 20-yard line. He's picked up the first down as he nears the 15 and steps out of bounds. And that will be enough for a Scott first down. Good block in there by the offensive line for the Scots and, and some of the extra blockers they had back there with John Stephen Jones. As the officials are just now moving the chains. That brings up first, first and 10. They're going to mark it at the 17, so it's barely a first down, but it was enough for the first. Jones in the shotgun again. Now he'll look over to the sideline. They'll change up the call. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. North Forney in the 3-4 defense. Playing it pretty much straight up. Taking the snap. This time John Stephen Jones will keep it. He's going to try to get the outside. Avoids one defender. Now near the 10. He's wrapped up around the collar, but he wasn't brought down by there, and he was kind of just kind of slung a little bit out of bounds. Highland Park faithful or trying to call for a horse collar, but again, he wasn't brought down. He was just kind of slung around a little bit. So Brings up second down and six. Ball's now on the 13-yard line of North Forney. In the red zone are the Scots again for the sixth time in this game. They've had six. This will be their seventh. This is their seventh possession. They've had uh, five touchdowns and then the one that ended pretty much as the half expired. Jones looking for the snap. He'll take it. He's going to roll left. He's going to use a little shotgun or an option pitch to Allen. He's got the five. He's got a touchdown, and that is just so easily done. Just little, such little resistance from that Falcon defense, and they were really struggling with that option play for sure. Just well executed, and the blocks are really executed where they need to be for that to be successful. So Highland Park will start out in the swinging gate formation for the extra point. North Forney will cover it, so they'll bring out the regular kicking team for the extra point. It's 24-21 as Roy City has answered back over in Forney at Citibank Stadium. And we're waiting, the, waiting on the extra point here in Highland Park. It is up and good. So a 9-16 to play here in the third quarter. The Scots score again to start the third. It's 42-28. You're listening to KFNY Sports on True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. It's 
42-28. Scott's lead over the Falcons. 9-16 to play in the third quarter. On the park, ready to kick this one away. This one's going to be a high kick, and it's going to be returnable. Picked up by Hollywood inside the 10-yard line. Trying to bust one out. He's got a little room to run, but just gets tripped up across the 20-yard line. And the Falcons with the late block, and they're going to get a flag on the play. That looks like Michael Court is going to be flagged for a late hit. And a little bit unnecessary as Hogwood was already on the ground, and Court took that chance to, to, to level a defender. And, you know, I know it feels good, but you also you don't want to pin your offense back and make it any harder on them as well. But a lot of discussion going on down there. I think they were just discussing where it was at and how many yards to mark off. <laughs> well, stick around after the game, whenever this one is over. Of course, the way the North Horny games goes, they take forever because there's so much scoring and stoppage in the game. But as soon as it's over, we will have the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. And that will be right here with Jaron and I. Now the – yep, it is going to be a personal foul, unnecessary roughness against North Forney. So they'll back their way up. Well inside the 20-yard line. Let's see where they finish marking this one off at as that's where North Forney will start with their first possession of the second half. Trying to keep pace with Highland Park's offense that has just been clicking on all cylinders tonight. And that, that the North Forney defense is really struggling to get them off the field. That ball will be all the way back at the 12-yard line. And that's where the Falcons will take over. Kobe Suits brings the offense back out onto the field. You'll have Calvin Rivera as the running back in the backfield with him. Two wide receivers, one spread out on the other side of the numbers on the far side of the field, and then another one on the, far, on the outside of the numbers right here in front of us. Two H-backs. Hand it off to Rivera. He's got some room to run, breaks a tackle out across the 20-yard line. A nice tough run on the first down, the first play from the Falcons to start the second half. Give Suits and the Falcon offense a little bit more breathing room there as they started deep in their own territory. It's an eight-yard gain, brings up second down and two. Another handoff to Ribera. This time he's got some room to run across the 30, cuts back across the 40, runs into a defender out near midfield all the way out to the 47-yard line. And a big, big first down run for the Falcons and Ribera. Kobe's getting the offense back to the line of scrimmage again. He's getting ready to snap. They're going to do it. They're going to hand it off once again to Ribera. Another big gaping hole. 35 down inside the 40, spins away from one and brought down by another Scott. Another first down. Here come the Falcons running the ball. And this is what they do best. This is going back to uh, the football that we've seen from week one from them. Highland Park trying to get off the field. I don't think they do, but they're not throwing a flag on it. And that is going to drive me insane. That's what the coaches are mad about. That's what they were mad about in the first half. And that's what they're mad about here is that the player is not off the field yet. This is what Aaron Rodgers does with the Packers all the time. The player was still three or four yards for being off the field, which means Highland Park had too many men on the field. Fort North Forney snapped it, but there was no flag thrown. And there's an official no more than eight yards or less away from that player. Hand off to Rivera up the middle of the line of scrimmage. He'll get maybe a yard on the play. Now nah, I'm worked up, Jaron. I'm on. I'm getting a little <laughs> well, hot. It was very blatant. I mean, and he wasn't seven or eight yards from the I mean, the, the, line the official's judge. right there. He's right there. And it's happened in the first half. And that's what Coach Jackson, I know now, that's what Coach Jackson was yelling about at the end of the first half because he was pointing right, right down here where it happened. So he already, the official already knows about it, and he still let it happen again. Kobe fakes the handoff. He's going to keep it this time inside the 30-yard line. Gets dropped there near a first down. I think he'll have enough. We'll see where they spot it. Well, that's one of the you know pluses of a, of a high-tempo offense is to keep the defense you know in that state of confusion. And if that's being taken away from you, 
We see Aaron Rodgers do it for the Green Bay Packers. We see Tom Brady do it with the New England Patriots as Ribera takes the handoff good for almost almost nine yards. They do that. You know, they, they keep the offense moving and moving, and they try to sub out, and they don't have to wait as long as the offense keeps their same players on the field. And so if they snap the ball before that other player gets off the field, it's too many men, that's a flag, and it should be penalized. Kobe hands it off to Ribera. He's plowing ahead. He only needs a yard. I don't know if he's going to get it. Right near the line of the, the first down to gain. And let's see if they give it to him. I'm, they're going to say no. It's going to bring up third down. Third and less than, well, third and about a yard. Another handoff to Ribera. He's pushing ahead. Bounces off of one of the back of one of his offensive linemen, but he does get enough this time for the first down. And they'll mark the ball at the 16-yard line. North Forney has really been pushing that running game here to start their first, first possession of the second half, and they're already back up to the line of scrimmage again. Colby takes the snap, hands it off again to Ribera. He spins away from one defender, and he, you can tell he's exhausted. He just doesn't have much left. They ran him all the way down the field, and that was good for no gain. And now they'll bring Barclay forward back out on the field. Yeah, Ribera, you can tell he's just gassed. He didn't really have much on that one. It's been pretty bang-bang, you know. Six minutes to play here in the third quarter. Finally getting some time taken off now that the, the throw over to Barclay Ford. Complete inside the five, trying to break a tackle. Couldn't do it. That was another run pass option as Colby kind of started to take off run to his left. Saw Barclay cut across the middle. Threw it to him. That's good for a first down. We've got first and goal at the three-yard line now for the Falcons. And we still have Michael Court in that halfback position. Let's see. If what he did last time has an effect here. I bet we see a Kobe Suits run. And here it is. He fakes the throw, plows ahead, looking for the end zone. He's got it, and the Falcons score again. Touchdown Falcons on that Kobe Suits scamper. And that's that was kind of like the play he just threw to Barclay Ford where he kind of, you know, kind of stutter step, stutter step like he could throw, and it kind of froze the defense. And then he took off and darted and just pushed ahead right through the line, right into the end zone. And now we will, we will await the extra point. You know, I had a main crush on Kobe after last week's game. <laughs> oh, man. That's gone up to, like, level 12 main crush on Kobe this week. Man, I'm geeking out over that dude. So with that score from Kobe, it's the Highland Park Scots 42 and the Falcons still there with 35. 5.36 to play in the third quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, I'm trying to settle down. I'm told that I was riled up, so I'm going to try to calm down. 
you know, it looks like there was a penalty on that extra point because they're going to let Forney kick it off from the Highland Park 45-yard line instead of their own 40. So it, that we'll take that. Is this an opportunity, though, where you try something to try and, you know, as we talk, pull something out of the bag? Well, Highland Park is definitely – they're on high alert. They know about the onside kicks. They are, they are all bunched up around the football when North 21st comes out there. Then they all kind of stay up and line up, and they have one person deep instead of two, and I think that's what keeps North 40 from really trying any onside kicks. But where they are, this one might – oh, and once again, a nice bounce, but it just nobody there to pick this one up, and it goes out of bounds. It takes that bounce a little too quick, and it sails. And, uh, I mean, just – You know, and I think oh. what happens, too, is that I think, you know, because a couple times – so when we've had this happen before earlier in the year – Usually the player to pick it up is Jordan Carroll right along that sideline. He's the one that picks. He's got nice hands. He's got a tall frame, big frame. Well, I think what, what Highland Park is doing is they're as soon as that ball is kicked that way, they just go attack Jordan Carroll, knock him out of the play, and then there's nobody over there to catch the right. ball for North Forney. And they don't, they, Highland Park doesn't care if the ball goes out of bounds. If there was another hands guy that North Forney could get over there to kind of take that place. Well, I'm still riled up because – they, that's the second time this game that Highland Park has been caught with too many men on the field, and there has not been a flag thrown, and it happens right right there in front of the, the official, the side, the linesman. Handoff around the right side, it's Allen. He's trying to get to the outside. He gets, tries to spin away from a tackle, but he's eaten up by Derek Holt and Willie Thomas. Roby Robinson coming up to help make the play as well. It's a big gut check for the defense here. Your offense went out there and did what they needed to do. Now it's the defense's turn to really dig deep and contain this offense that's been extremely explosive. Allen was able to get four yards on that carry. Brings up second down and six. Ball off the 37 of Highland Park, North 40. Man, they just have to get Highland Park off the field. Jones in the shotgun. Got running back on each side. Looking for the snap. He'll get it. This time he fakes the, fakes the handoff and keeps it. He lost it for a second. Holy moly, I just about went up crazy. <laughs> he was running with the ball, and it just kind of, you know, you get running so hard, it just kind of flopped out. And it was we could see it from here, just about a foot away from him. And he reaches out, grabs it out of the air. Oh, man, Jaron, that's the turnover we needed right there. I was about to say that, Wally. That's oh. what you need is to force some type of turnover that could totally change the momentum Ooh. of this game. He was able to bring it back in, but that does make another third down, although I think – Highland Park is perfect, like infinity for infinity on third down tonight, it seems like. <laughs> third and the long three, a handoff to Allen. He's trying to get the right edge. He's going to get it, and he's going to have the first down by a couple of yards out to the 47. But the defense is doing a better job at containing those extra yards, though. I feel like they're, the, the gains have been a lot less and a lot more contained than they were the first half. Well, containing is only going to do you so much. You're already down a score or two when they when – they, score a touchdown, and so you've got to be able to get them off the field. Jones in the shotgun again, a running back to each side. He's going to take the snap, hand it off to Alexander, and he's going to be brought down in the backfield, a huge loss. Devin Beeman shooting through the backfield and dropping Alexander for a loss of uh, about five. There's a gaping hole there that Devin Beeman and probably four Devin Beemans could crawl through. A really great job, great athleticism. That could be huge. North Forney's going to have to do that. They're going to have to get some penetration because those running backs, when they take that that uh, that option, that that read option, and they get the run that sweep around the side, there's nobody getting back there and keeping them from just getting that edge. Somebody's going to have to start making some plays, and Beeman did on that one. 
Fakes the handoff. Jones drops back. He's got time to throw. He looks deep. He's got sauced out, and it's caught inside the 30 and knocked out of bounds by Hogwood. A first down for Highland Park all the way down in North Forney territory. And that's what... That's what makes it so hard against Highland Park because they can also do that. They can drop back. They can sit in the pocket. And he can make the downfield throws. He's shown us tonight he yeah, can do you, that. You dial up the pressure, and then all he needs is just a little bit of time. He doesn't need that much, just a little bit of time. And he can, he's got great vision downfield. Well, and like I said, the, the Falcons' defense has just not been able to get pressure on him when he does drop back. Typically, they're only rushing three when he does. And he's had all day to throw, and he, he keeps making the right throw. Again, the handoff to Allen around the right side. This time, Roby Robinson comes up and drops Allen at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Those linebackers and defensive ends have got to start crashing that, that, those edges. Because you know what? Really, Highland Park doesn't run the ball up the middle of the field. Everything is that sweep around from one side or the other. And eventually, you know, if you cut it out, if you stop it, then they'll try to cut back up. But they don't run anything up in the middle of the field. And if you can get those edges crashed down, if you can get those, those outside linebackers, maybe in the safeties, those defensive ends to really to penetrate and crash hard, it can start causing some problems for that Highland Park defense. But it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Jones takes a snap, fakes the handoff, rolls out left. He's got some time. He's going to throw back across to Allen, the running back. Roby Robinson trying to get him. Makes a break a tackle inside the 10 and a touchdown. Allen and the Highland Park Scott score again. Again, good vision there by Allen to see the holes that the defense gave him as the Scott score again. And, you know, the only time that the, the Falcons get pressure on Jones is when he wants them to get pressure on him. And, and what I mean by that is when it's a design play to let that pressure in, then he turns back and throws it the opposite way like a screen like that was a couple times earlier. And then those linemen are so far out of the play that, that it opens up so much space. And another well-drawn-up play from Highland Park. And we await the extra point. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up. And it is also good. 2.20 to play in the third quarter. Highland Park, 49. The Falcons, 35. You're listening to KFY Sports on True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylyntravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Highland Park with the kickoff. It's a nice high pooch. It's going to be received by Burrell at the 20-yard line. He'll get to the 25, still on his feet, breaks the tackle, and trying to get a few extra yards before he's finally brought down at about the 28-yard line. 2-11 to play here in the third quarter. 
North Forney trails Highland Park 49-35. The offense from North Forney has really been able to move the ball. First half, it was couple, early in the first half, it was a couple of big downfield throwing plays. Late in the first half into the beginning of the second half, it's been pounding the ball against Highland Park all the way down the field. But it's been the, the Falcon defense just has no answer for Highland Park and John Stephen Jones. And really, if they want to pass the ball, they can do that. If they want to run the ball, they can do that. And this, the Falcon defense is going to have to come up with an answer. Nate Miller pounds ahead up the middle. Gain of three, almost four on the play. This time it looks like it will be Nate Miller on this, this drive, or at least to start the drive, as we saw Calvin Rivera just exhausted at the end of the last one. Definitely a workhorse. Did a great job that last possession. Second down and six, under two minutes to play in the third quarter. Kobe looks to the sideline, gets the call. Now he relays that to the rest of the offense. He's going to take the direct snap. He's going to run. He's going to cut it up the field across the 20 or across the 35-yard line. About two yards shy of a first. That's going to bring up a third and two. You know, I think really for North Forney, almost no matter where you're at or down in distance or where you're at on the field, it's just about four-down territory just because your offense can't afford not to score touchdowns. Miller with the handoff. He's got some room to run. Breaks a tackle. Now shifts outside. Still on his feet across the 50-yard line with a little shake and bake. Nate Miller with the big first down run. Yeah. You know, he's really fun to watch. He's a great young man. I enjoyed talking with him a few weeks ago. Really fun to watch. Can be very slippery. Kobe will hand it off to him again. Stutter steps in the backfield. Now kind of squeezes through the hole. Falls ahead for uh, three on the play. Brings up second down and seven. Coming up on a minute left in the third quarter. North Forney's offense, I mean, you, 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 you don't want us to use up too much time because you're still down two scores. But then you also don't want to just give the ball back to Highland Park because they hand it off again up the middle to Nate Miller. It's again a gain of almost six out to the 40-yard line of Highland Park, and it's going to bring up third down and a long one. I wonder if they're you know, also trying to open things up for the big play deeper in the fourth quarter. Hand off again to Nate Miller. He's going to try to push ahead. He's going to have the first down, not by much, but he does have enough. And the Falcons offense, they're running a receiver out far on the numbers on each side, and we might see them splash something later with that. But then what they're also doing is running an H-back, that little blocking tight end, and they're on each side of the formation, one in the, behind the left tackle, one behind the right tackle, and they're just running behind it. Nate Miller again, up the middle. He's ahead for eight, almost nine. Now they're going to give him eight at the 30, all the way to the 30-yard line. Fourth 40 again, back up to the line of scrimmage. They're moving fast, but they're also eating up clock because they're trying to get one more playoff before the end of the third quarter, and they will. Another handoff to Miller. Another run on the inside. Puts his head down and finally brought down, but another tough first down run from Nate Miller. He's taking a page out of Calvin Rivera's book. I tell you, these running backs for North Forney are definitely not afraid to go toe-and-toe. So that will bring us to the end of the third quarter. The Falcons are trying to stay toe-and-toe -toe with the mighty Highland Park Scots, but they trail 49-35. We'll be right back here with the start of the fourth quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? 
no problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back live from Highlander Stadium in Highland Park. For the start of the fourth quarter, it's Wally and Jaron. Falcons have a first down, ball at the 22-yard line of Highland Park. They've been able to run the ball here in the, in the second half. Kobe now looks, throws. Oh, it's just through the hands of Barkley. Ford is a bit behind him, but that's really where the pass needed to be to get it away from the defender. I think Barkley's going to want to have that one back. Oh, you know, nicely executed play on Kobe's part. Just uh, could not connect with Barkley Ford. Not a bad idea, though. And it looks like Rivera, Rivera, Rivera is the running back back in the backfield, replacing Nate Miller, who had a nice long – drive there. Now going to hand it off to Rivera. He's got the edge. Cuts across. Makes a move. Inside the 10. Still on his feet. Inside the 5. He's looking for the goal line. He's going to come up a yard short. That is classic Calvin Rivera right there. I tell you, I mean, but every time I see this young man, we're going to get more and more impressed. Because to do that, you know he's got to have heart and determination. And you want to see that in young men. Back to the line of scrimmage again. Another hand off to Rivera. He's ahead. Across the goal line. Touchdown Falcons. And they are staying right with the Highland Park Scots. Again, just a great job doing what they do. They're going back to classic Falcon football that we saw early on in the season. 49-41, extra point coming up here. 11.37 to play in the ballgame. Of course, when this game is over, we will have the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. If you have any questions or comments, you might want to text in. You can text those into the Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line. That number is 469-355-0362. That number is 469-355-0362. The extra point is up and good. So it's 49-42, Highland Park over North Forney. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guesting Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. As North Forty gets set to kick off, they can't stop Highland Park. They've made that obvious. <laughs> and I wonder if we're ever going to see a like a middle, like down the middle of the field onside kick here. We haven't we've seen one to each side, I think, but we haven't seen one down the middle of the field, and they've done that a few times to start the season. But they're going to kick this one away, and this one's going to bounce inside the 10-yard line all the way through the end zone, so they'll make Highland Park start back at their own 25-yard line. 
There's 11.37 to play here in the ballgame. The 49-42 Highland Park leads North Forney. North Forney's offense has been stellar again. Problem is, their defense just cannot. They just don't have an answer for that for the Scott offense led by John Stephen Jones. The Scott offense will start on their own 25-yard line, coming out of that touchback. Be first down for them. Let's see if the Falcons have any answer. You know, they had a couple of, of, of nice plays defensively on the last drive, but they just couldn't piece together a whole a whole series of it, and they kept giving up those big third downs. Jones hands the ball off. This one's to Alexander. He's going to be wrapped up, taken down, maybe a yard on the play. That was Thunderbird this time getting back there and wrapping up Alexander. Second down and nine get coming. It's still cool to look out and see that Dallas skyline. That's just so pretty. I love the Dallas skyline. It's one of the best skylines in all of the country. And to be able to sit here, that's still pretty cool. I like it. Pretty awesome. Second and nine, as you said, Wally, for the Scots. Jones in the shotgun are running back to each side again. Two receivers to the right and one to the left. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it to Allen. Allen spins away on the right side. Now trying to get the right edge. And he's going to be driven out of bounds hard, and they're going to throw a flag. I don't think it was a late hit or anything, but it just it looked bad, but I don't think it really was. But they're going to throw – they'll throw a flag on that, but they won't throw a flag that's how many <laughs> men on the field. Not to bring that up again. Not to harp on that again. I, you know, and it, this, is, this is on the opposite side of the field from where we are, and it's kind of right down our line of vision, so it's really hard to see the angle of where they were at. I didn't think he was out of bounds by any means. No, but they're going yeah. to throw a flag for a late hit. And that's going to be a 15-yard penalty. And that's just the thing you can't have if you're, uh, if you're a Falcon defender because Highland Park absolutely needs no help moving the ball. And you give them 15 yards at a time, that's, that's just going to make it like eating cake. Scott's now on their own 49-yard line. First been, down. They've been running the same formation here, same lineup, which is two receivers to one side and one on the other, and then they have a running back that stands next to John Stephen Jones, one on his left and one on his right, and he's in the shotgun, and they just basically turn and hand off to one of those running backs, and they sweep it around one side. Here it comes from right to left. It's Paxton Alexander. They wall it off. He's got five. He's got ten. He steps out of bounds. Same play. It's been it's the same play all night long. They've run it for about two uh, half straight at least. And North Forty just cannot stop it. You just get an athlete on athlete against those outside linebackers there, and those running backs for the Scots are, are just getting to the outside pretty quick. You know, that just it, it really you got to have one of those outside linebackers or one of those defensive ends just beat a block. That's what you had. You have to get them beating a block. But you know, the offensive line for Highland Park is really good. They're strong. They're they're stout. They they're quick. They're smart. But you've got to beat them, and you've got to beat the, that running back to that point. They're going to say he stepped out of the yard short of the first down, so it's second and one. They're going to fake the handoff. Jones dropping back. He's got time. He's got time. He looks. He strikes inside the 30-yard line. Again, complete. Again, you know, and you're glad to see the Falcon defenders playing the receiver, playing the player. You do wonder if they were playing the ball more, could they come away with some of those? But, again, these receivers are so good for Highland Park, you can't help but play it play them individually. Well, and the way their running game's going, and that's North Forney, can, they benefit like that too on the, on the offensive side of the ball. Now, you get the run game going, that play action is dangerous. It gets the, the secondary guys turned around, and then they're, they're backs to, to the quarterback. This time it's a handoff. It's Allen. Cuts up around the right side of the line. He's good for a gain of five on the plate. 
We're going to second down for the Scots. And the Scots keep on moving. Under 10 and a half to play in the fourth quarter. The, the game has been kept close. North Forney has got 42 points. They trail the Scots just by seven, but they just can't get the Scots off the field. They need a turnover desperately. Second and five. John Stephen Jones in the shotgun looking for the snap. Gets it, turns, hands it off to Paxton Alexander around the left side. Now he'll try to cut it up. He gets tripped up and taken down. Devin Beeman there to make a play. They're going to make him a yard short of the first. It brings up a third down. Can they get a third down stop? Devin Beeman's really had a good night on the outside there in the defensive tackle position. He's really done a good job getting horizontal the best he could to contain, especially those runs that hug the line. You know, I think if other teams are watching this, the, the film on North Forney and their defense, they're going to want to get around the outside uh, in the run game. As now Jones looks over to the sideline. Now he communicates it to, the, to his offensive line. Now he'll take the snap. Hands it off around the right side. It's Allen. He's getting strung out this time. And it's a big loss on the play. Wow. Thunder Burke and Roby Robinson coming up, and it's a loss of seven on the play. And it's going to bring up fourth down and uh, about seven. That could be huge. Uh, finally, a big play. Now, can they get him off the field on fourth down? Because Highland Park is already out there, and it looks like they're going to go for it. Uh, they're going to call a timeout, it looks like. So with their timeout, we will step away. 8.58 to play here in the fourth quarter. It's 49-42, Scott's on top. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Back here at Highlander Stadium, it's Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. The North Forney Falcons defense trying to get a stop, and really it will be their first stop of the game uh, outside of uh, the end of the first half where they got some help from the clock. It's fourth down for Highland Park, fourth down and seven. Ball all the way back out on the 23-yard line. If North Forney gets a stop here, that, that far side of the stadium, that those stands, the away stands are going to go absolutely bananas, Jaron. Here we go. John Stephen Jones in the shotgun. This time he's got three receivers to the left and one to the right. He's got a running back in the backfield. He draws back. He's looking. Now he's going to take off. Now he looks and throws back. It's caught. Sawstad inside the 10-yard line. John Stephen Jones started to take off for a second. It just was just enough to open up the soft spot behind the linebackers for Sawstad to get the completion. And, man, what a mm. gut punch that was. Sawstead again, just so dominant in the middle of the field. Mm. Brings up first down and goal from the five-yard line. Just after such a big play from North Forney, and man, now they hope their defense can get a stop here and keep them out of the ends, or at least maybe hold them to a field goal if Highland Park wants to try that. Jones hands it off. Alexander gets knocked down just as he crosses the line of scrimmage. He will get maybe one, maybe almost two. That'll be down to the three-yard line. Second down and goal from there. You know, we'll be interested to see if they just want to punch it in. 
You know, just stay to the run game here if they'll drop back and put a little dump pass in the end zone. You got eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, second and three for the Scots. The they lead by seven. The time's getting to the point now where if North Fort if, if Highland Park scores again, North Forty score, they're gonna have to go for onside kicks at this point just because you're gonna have to try to get you can't stop them if they start from the ten yard line. You're gonna try to get the ball on an onside kick. Handoff and he's gonna be stopped short. Beeman stopped him. I thought he was knee already touched, but it doesn't matter. They'll Mark him down at the three-yard line. No gain on the play. That brings up third down now. See, when, when Highland Park tries to run the ball up the middle, North Forney, they're over it because they, they're, they're there. They can get to that. It's when they use those jet sweeps around the edge that they just can't contain, and that's that's the problem they're having. And I would I would be shocked if, if, if Highland Park didn't use one of those little sweeps around the edge here on this play. And that might be why they ran that play just now, to try and open those jet sweeps up. Third and goal from the four-yard line. Snap to John Stephen Jones. He's going to fake the handoff. He's looking. He's looking. Now he's going to take off. Now he's going to stutter step. He's going to keep going. He's got some room. Inside the five. He's going to leap and flip. But I think he's going to be knocked out of bounds inside the one-yard line. And Willie Thomas is slow to get up, too. Man, John Stephen Jones making plays. He kind of rolled out to his left. Did a little stutter step. and That's how he was able to gain the edge. And then inside the five-yard line, tried to do a Superman dive into the end zone. Got flipped up and over and knocked out of bounds at the one-yard line. Wow. So to bring up fourth and goal from the one for Highland Park, but Willie Thomas is down for North Forney. He's down around the two-yard line, right along the edge, right where the, the tackle happened. I wasn't able to kind of see. He's, he's being held to his feet, just slow to get up. Hey, man, it's going to be tough with that Willie Thomas in there, too, on a big fourth and one at the one-yard line. And this will be, again, another grit, you know, gut check opportunity. But I will say that that defensive line for North Forney, they've been playing tough all night. So if it's something up the middle, my money's on the defensive line of North Forney as Willie Thomas is starting to jog a little bit. Looks like he's able to put some pressure, and he may be okay once he stretches it out a bit. You know, I noticed, too, that when Willie Thomas is down, that the whole Highland Park sideline was down on a knee. You know, that's just I, – I think people forget that they still – they're really classy, too. You know, they're well-disciplined, they're well-taught, well-coached, and I don't want people to lose lose fact in that. And you got so, two great coaching staffs going at it tonight. Here we go. Fourth and goal from the one-yard line. Ball's on the left hash. Jones has a running back to each side. North Forney needs a stop. He'll turn, hand it off, and it's a touchdown. Allen Highland Park scores, and man, North Forney lets an opportunity slip away. Just a good shifty play there by Highland Park to do really what they've been doing all night. 6.53 to play in the fourth quarter. With that touchdown, Highland Park goes back up by two scores, and they'll have an extra point coming up to go up 14 if they can make that. Don't forget to stick around after the game's over, win or lose, for the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. We'll talk about the game, and we'll also kind of touch on uh, I would say next week's game, but uh, there is no game next week. we got a bye week. So, and I, you know what? I'm going to need the bye week, too. <laughs> yeah. The extra point is up and good. So it's the Highland Park Scots 56, the North 40 Falcons 42. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. 
All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. So the ensuing kickoff from Highland Park goes out of the back of the end zone. 6.53 to play in the fourth quarter. Highland Park leads North Forney 56-42. It was a big fourth down touchdown from Highland Park on the run by Connor Allen. It was fourth and goal from the one. And if North Forney could have got that stop, down one score with the offense moving the ball the way they, they, they have, they would have had to go 99 yards. But they had uh, just under six, seven minutes to do it. I think they could have, but now they still got to go down and score. They're going to have to either get an onside kick or a quick stop going back the other way. They trail by two touchdowns, 6.53 to play in the fourth. North Forney will start at their own 25-yard line, first and 10. Kobe keeps the snap, runs it up the middle. He's going to get maybe a yard on the play out to the 26. They may give him two, it looks like. You know, I think really North Forney is in – you don't have to be necessarily in a hurry to score because you're going to probably have to get an onside kick or a quick stop against Highland Park anyways. Kobe looks to the sideline. It's second down and a long eight. Just outside the 25-yard line through the 26. Nate Miller's the running back. Kobe's going to take the direct snap and run around the left side. He'll have to cut it up across the 30-yard line and be driven down right as he gets to the 30. And, you know, that's what Highland Park, see, that was, that was a play that North Forney tried to get all the way around the edge. He tried to seal that wall off. And Colby couldn't get there. I think, you know, Highland Park was able to come up and make them come back in, back to the rest of the defense. And that's what North Forney's defense has to do. But that brings up a big third down for the Falcons. Third and five, ball in the 30-yard line. Colby in the shotgun, takes the snap, hands it off to Nate Miller. Trying to get five yards. He's going to come up a couple short. And that's going to bring up a big fourth down for the Falcons. The Falcons do have all three of their timeouts left. The Scots only have two left. Those might play a big part of the game. Four down and three, ball on their own, 37 for the Falcons. This might, this could settle the game right here. If North 40, they don't go, if they don't get it here and the Scots get the ball back, they could put this game away with another touchdown. Falcons lining up to go for it, and now they're going to call a timeout and talk this one over. We'll take a step away with 520 to play in the fourth quarter. It's 56-42, Highland Park over North 40. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser's Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. Back here at Highlander Stadium, 5:20 remaining in the fourth quarter. Highland Park over the Falcons, 56 to 42. And the Falcons are facing a big fourth down, fourth and three in their own territory at the 33-yard line. They've got to get 
just outside the 35 for a first down. If they don't get it here and Highland Park gets the ball back in Falcon territory, you might want to, you could might kiss this one a goodbye. Colby in the shotgun. He's got two H-backs to the left side of the formation. Nate Miller, the running back to his right. He's going to turn. He's going to keep the handoff this time. He's keeping himself. Colby pushing ahead. He's going to have the first down. And a big, gutsy play from the quarterback leader. You know, you want it in his hands. You know, he's such a competitor, such a hard fighter. You know, there's a few other guys I'd want the ball in their hands more than Kobe Suits. Coming up on five minutes to play. First and ten. Ball on the 37. Looks over to the sideline. Kobe barks it out to his offensive line. Takes the snap. It's high, but he does get it down to Nate Miller with a shifty move in the backfield. But he's not going to get much more after that. A gain of one on the play. Highland Park knows North Morning wants to run the ball. They want to run some of this clock out and keep the Highland Park offense off the field. And they're really bringing that, those, those the, what is that, seven line, seven men in the box. They're really starting to crowd those guys in and really commit to that run game. Fakes the handoff. Now he's looking. Trying to find Corey Mayfield. And, man, there was a lot of pressure over there. First of all, I think Corey Mayfield got held on the double move that he tried. And then I think he got... Oh, they're gonna, there is a flag just past the 50-yard line on the far side of the field. I spot it now. I see it now. I was wondering because it, it was pretty pretty physical over there. Yeah, it was a double move. It was a pump fake from Kobe, and it was about a you know a five-yard you know, stutter and go from Corey Mayfield along the sideline. And I really – he looked like he got held up. I just never did see the flag, but it's kind of hidden on one of the, the far side hashes in the white. So that's going to make it an automatic first down for North 40, or it should. They haven't marked it off yet, but now they are. That could be a big thing as well. And I was wondering when they were going to drop back and try to go for it uh, because, I mean, there is just 4 minutes, 27 seconds left. So you still do need to give enough time to either do that quick stop or your offensive score again. So they marked off 10 yards from the line of scrimmage. And so that's going to put the ball at the 49-yard line of Highland Park. 4.27 to play in the fourth quarter. North Forney trails 56-42. to 42. But it's a first down for the Falcons. Kobe looking for the snap. Fakes the handoff. He's looking. He wanted. Oh, Mayfield is lob. It's bobbled, and it's intercepted. Kobe dropped back to pass. He had his arm hit. The ball went straight up in the air right as he was looking for Mayfield down the field who had a step on the defender. It goes high into the air, and it's intercepted by Highland Park. Number 99 was the one who found it. And that is James Lightborn. And man, oh man, does that hurt. And really, Because he had the guy stretching yeah. down the field. Oh, and the, the offensive line has been so good all, all night long, and he was just able to get the edge. And you know who I think that was? I think that was Prince Darbo, the guy we were supposed to look out for. He finally made a play, and, uh, and it's a big one. Again, yeah, I mean, just an unfortunate thing, something that really hadn't happened all season. 56-42, now 4-19 to play in the fourth quarter. Highland Park takes over on their own 48-yard line. North Forney, if they want to have any chance, they're going to have to get off the field quick. Jones hands it off to Alexander, again sweeping around the left side. Now he cuts it up, still on his feet, with some room to run, makes another cut back across the middle of the field. The 25, the 20, one man to beat inside the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Highland Park. And that was a beautiful run by Paxton Alexander. A couple of cutbacks across the middle of the field and then just out, outran everybody else. Yeah, again, just a good run, a good uh, play execution there. 
by the Scots. With 4.05 to play, that really backs the Falcons up into a tough, tough spot, trailing three touchdowns. You can see Willie Thomas, Jordan Carroll, Roby Robinson all trying to get to the corner, to the pylon before Paxton Alexander, but they just couldn't. Extra point coming up here. And the kick is up and good. So with that, we'll take a step away at 63-42. Highland Park leads. 4.05 to play in the fourth quarter. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylyntravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. And Highland Park kicks this one away. This will be returnable. It's Corey Johnson. He'll fake the end around to Corey Mayfield. And he's got some room to run if he wants to get out there. Across the 25, across the 30, out near the 35-yard line, and that's a good start for North Forney. And their offense will have good field position here. And you never know. I mean, again... If they can score quick, as we know they can do, get an onside kick, and you're closer. You know, it's a, it's a closer game. Jared, I'm trying to be professional, but my stomach hurts. And not like a bad bad hurt. <laughs> like, just, man, we were driving. We had so many close plays that we could have had that, oh, man, it just uh, makes my stomach, you know, just gets a knot. But, again, look at the turnaround, though, this team has made in one year. I know there's no, no moral victories and that type of thing, but – so they'll start out on their own 33-yard line. Kobe fakes the handoff. He's looking. He's got some time. He's got a man that's overthrown and kind of stutter-stepped to Corey Johnson, and I think Kobe expected him to keep running down that sideline. Incomplete, and that brings up second down and 10 from their own 33. 3.50 to play here in the fourth quarter. North 40 now trails by three touchdowns. They're going to need to score pretty quickly, get an onside kick, score again. Kobe drops back. He's got time, looks, throws, and it's off the hands of Corey Mayfield, Jr. It was near a first down, and that one bounced right off, right through his hands and off his shoulder pads. That brings up third and ten now from their own 33. Kobe in the shotgun. He's got Ribera to his left. Allen Park showing blitz off the edge. It's picked up. Kobe's got a little bit of time to throw. Now he's going to be the flush out of the pocket. And he's going to be taken down. Flag on the play, though. We do have a flag on the play. It's down here along the line of scrimmage. It's going to be offsides. That's what the line judge is signaling. It was that, that late pressure that off that uh, the outside linebacker blitz. And it looked like he got just a little bit over the line of scrimmage. And that's going to benefit North 40, but they've got to start making some plays down the field. They've got two timeouts left. So do the Scots. 3.38 left in the fourth quarter. 
63-42. Don't forget to stick around, win or lose, for the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. Like I said, we will touch on we would touch on next week's game, but man, that's a bye weekend. Man, do I sure need it. Kobe draws back. He looks. He throws. It's up high to Jaden Barral. Incomplete. And that's going to bring up fourth and five from the 38-yard line of North Forney. Barclay Ford comes in. This will be about it. And it looks like they're going to go. Let's see here. Yeah, Connor yeah. Sides coming in. Oh, they're going to punt? Yeah, it does look like they are going to punt. Seems like a weird time to be punting. Or are they? <laughs> I think Highland Park's kind of confused because they're like, why, why are you punting? There's nobody back deep for Highland Park, and now, now North Forney's is going to call a timeout. So with their timeout, we'll take a timeout. 3.34 to play in the fourth quarter, 63-42. Highland Park on top. You're listening to KFY Sports True Texas Radio. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Wally and Jaron from Highlander Stadium, KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. North Forney has just battled all night long to keep up with Highland Park. Their offense, the 40, North Forney offense, has been really good. They put up 42 points. They've really driven the ball. They've racked up a lot of yardage, but the defense just hasn't had an answer for that Scott offense. And now the North Forney team, punt team is out on the field. And Carroll will punt this one away, and it's a low bounce. It bounces off of Ribera. And it's going to go just inside the 45-yard line for Highland Park. It hits the back of the helmet of Rivera and just goes straight up, so not a lot of distance on it. It was about a 15-yard punt. So I think with that, I think North Forney has conceded this one, 63-42. They trail by three touchdowns. Forney was able to hold on and beat Roy City Back at Citibank Stadium, 30-27, to 27, a tight one over Roy City. Once again, the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show coming up right here as soon as this one's over. Next week, there is no football game. There's yep. a bye week. Don't show up at Citibank. Don't show up somewhere like in Lucas, Love, like Lovejoy. Don't show up in Mesquite. There is no game next week. we got a bye week. Take the week off. Take a break. I know I sure need it. Hand off to Alexander, he'll cut it up inside across the 50-yard line out near uh, the first down marker. They'll mark him down at the 48 of North Forney. And I think the whole district's taking a bye week. I believe so, I was looking at that today. Okay, well then definitely don't show up anywhere because you ain't even gonna get to see a football game. But we still, we are on track to have the Soul Man's Barbecue Spirit Night, Monday night, 6.30 to 8.30. That is right there at Soul Man's Barbecue across from Brookshire's. It's at 590 Pinson Road. Until we hear otherwise, we are on for another Falcon Spirit Night. Dave will be out there with Forney Embroidery. He'll have all the North Forney gear, hats, sweatshirts, T-shirts, anything else you want to come up with. we got flags on the plate. I think it's going to be a false start on Highland Park. 
But, yeah, he'll bring the swag truck out there, as we like to call it. He's got all kinds of North Forney stuff, Goonville gear. Like I said, if you're into the Goonville mantra. Got some great stuff, and it's really good quality, too. I've got a hat of theirs. It's just, it's, it fits very comfortable, very nice stuff. And Dave's a great guy. I like Dave a yeah. lot. We got to chat a while, quite a while the other night at, at, at Soul Man's. Uh, and you get to have some barbecue at Soul Men's too. You get to chat with some of the players. A lot of the players will come up there, some of the fans. The coaches will stop by every once in a while, too. So it's just a good time to come out there and hang with some of your uh, your favorite Falcon players and coaches and parents, if that's your thing, too. So Highland Park's trying to tick some of these seconds off the clock here. It's going to be a handoff up the middle to Allen. He gets swung down near the first down marker. They're going to mark him just about a yard short. Uh, just over two minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Highland Park leads 63-42. You can always follow KFNY Sports on Facebook, True Texas Radio, and we'll keep you updated. If we do change the schedule up next week a little bit. Yeah, we'll see if the players are going to come out there or not. You know, that usually kind of, you know, nobody else, nobody wants to come out there for just me or you, Jaren. I'm sorry. It's unbelievable, I, but, you know. I've come to realize that. They usually only come out there if there's players involved. Why? I don't know. I mean, um, it's not about the players. It's about the broadcasters, right? Hello. Yeah. I know I couldn't put up 42 points. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, you know, yeah, stay tuned to KVY Sports. Hand off up the middle to Alexander. He'll take it for a first down, and that should just about bleed out the rest of this clock under a minute 40 to play in the fourth. Uh, so, yeah, stay tuned to KVY Sports page on Facebook, and uh, we'll let you know if there's a Falcon Spirit night or not. And also, remember what we debuted this last Tuesday, Jaren? Actually, we performed it Tuesday. It came up on Wednesday on Facebook. Uh, Talent Talk. And that's where we get on camera, as if hearing our voices wasn't enough, Jaron. Then they get to see us on on social media. You actually get to see our faces. It's uh, I know. It's we're getting pretty of a big deal, dude. It's we're getting big there. Deal. We're getting there. It's pretty big deal. And uh, so we'll have that every Wednesday. We'll date. We'll uh, we'll reveal talent talk, which is we'll sit down with one of the players or coaches and kind of review the last week's game, preview the coming upcoming game. And uh, we got to last last week. We got to sit down with Colby Suits. I say sit down. We stood up with Kobe and, uh, and got to talk with him a little bit. He kind of talked about you know Highland Park. He talked about the week before in his big performance, 10-touchdown performance. So definitely stay tuned for that as well. And all that is on the KFNY Sports page on Facebook, KFNY Sports. And you can also visit the website, kfnysports.com. Big run there for David Robinson for the Scots. It'll be another Scott first down, first and 10 on North Forney's 30-yard line. 35 seconds left. And this will probably be the last play, and they will just take a knee, and that's John Stephen Jones. So that will bring us to the end of the game as they'll run out the rest of this clock. The final score from Highlander Stadium is the Highland Park Scots 63 and the North Forney Falcons 42. We'll take a step away, and we, we, we will join you right back here for the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. You're listening to KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylynntravel.com. 
If your roof is sustained hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Final score once again from Highlander Stadium. The Highland Park Scott 63, the North Forney Falcons 42. In a game that was back and forth for a long, long time, all the way till really late in the third quarter. You know, and I think the difference came down, honestly, in the end, it was that, you know, about midway through the first quarter, Highland Park was able to get a stop. North Forney had to punt. They went a three and out. And if you look back, that was really the difference in the game. That was the separation all the way to the end until the very, very end of the game. Yeah, you know, I agree, Wally. And, and you know, Kobe Suits kind of said it in a funny way in, in an article with the Dallas Morning News. But, you know, it really came down to, you know, which defense was it? going to be able to get more stops and it was close neither defense got a whole lot of them but uh you know that's really was the difference and again you got two very good ball clubs you know Holland Park a team that's pedigreed well you know been very successful for a long time but you got the North 40 Falcons who have really made a lot of strides just in a year so you know they are not done they've still got unfinished business this season there's still a lot of football left you know, and it's, man, it's so tough to come on the road and play at Highlander Stadium where Highland Park has so much tradition and just a history of winning so many football games. And to really stand in there and go toe-to-toe with the Scots, I, I was really impressed. And especially, when you know, being able to call the games last year and this year, look back and see what Highland Park did to you last year and what I really thought wasn't even a great performance by Highland Park, and they still beat you 66-7 to on your own turf. And then for you to come in here and be down a touchdown – uh, midway through the f- fourth quarter, I, I, there's there's not enough words to you know to express how impressed I am with this North Forney squad, coached by Randy Jackson, led by Colby and a bunch of other senior captains. But you know they're not going to be satisfied with this, you know. But I think they're going to take things from this game, and they're going to learn. They've got two weeks now before their next game when they score off against Mesquite Poteet, which will be another a big district challenge there, and so. Uh, you know, they've got a lot to work on now. They've got some time to work on some of these things. I'm sure the defense, they're really going to hammer some things, especially with those outside linebackers and, and, and closing in those gaps on the outside. So I think we'll see an even better North Forney team in two weeks when they take on Poteet. Well, there's definitely – you can't play a team like Highland Park and not use it as a learning experience and, and a way to get better. You know, you, it's a definitely a test, and you, you use it to, to help better yourselves. You know, and it's – this is the toughest test you'll face. There's not another defending state champion on your schedule. Yeah, there's some other good teams. You know, Poteet and West Mesquite made it pretty far, but they're definitely not as good as this Highland Park team that we saw tonight. And I think for you to say, like I said, for you to stay in there, go toe to toe with the with the Highland Park, uh, with the Highland, defending Highland defending state champ Highland Park Scots, all the way to late in the fourth quarter. It's just so so different than last year, and it, it that it excites me going forward. You know, and. We were talking a little bit about it earlier. I don't think you're going to see an offense 
like Highland Park and the rest of the district or even like Wiley East. You know, they didn't have a lot of weapons, but they had Corbin Johnson. So, I, you know, we were talking about the yardage allowed by the defense here. But I think to start off district, they saw probably the two best offenses um, as far as the, what district, you know, besides North Forney, that District 15-5A has to offer. And so um, now the test is, especially as you go into someone like West Mesquite in a few weeks, um, going to give some even more tests to your offense. So, but, I, but I really believe the North Forney offense can, can really pick apart any defense in the district. Well, let's take a quick step away. When we come back, we'll kind of talk about some of the things that North Forney might need to work on going forward to really get that defense sharpened up. This is the Soul Man's Barbecue Post Game Show. We'll be right back here in just a minute. You're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. The Mercury says summertime is here, and if your air conditioning unit is struggling to keep your house cool, that could be a sign of a problem. Call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and schedule an appointment for a complete AC system checkup today. Forney Air will come out and inspect your entire system and make sure it's running efficiently for just $40. Don't let the Texas heat get you down. Call Forney Air today, 214-924-9745. That's 214-924-9745. Or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. All right, once again, final score from Highlander Stadium, the Highland Park Scott 63, the North Forney Falcons 42. And, Jerry, and I will have to say this is a victory of morale. I, you know, really, I mean, you know that the, how, uh, that the uh, North Forney Falcons wanted to win for sure. Um, and, you know, I think they, they could have done it. They can beat this Highland Park team, I believe. But, uh, again, uh, you got a real good offense there at Highland Park and uh, you're defending state champion. So, again, uh, two very high-quality uh, ball clubs. Well, you know, and we, we kind of teased going into the break a couple of things that North Warner really has to work on defensively uh, going forward. And they get two weeks to work on it. You know, they'll get the bye week this upcoming week, and then they'll get, I believe it's Poteet the week after that. And they have definitely, this is two weeks in a row, A, that you've given up 60-plus points, and you just can't keep doing that. Uh, and, yeah, you probably won't play the same amount of offenses, but you just can't keep keep giving up points at that rate. And the, the, the main reason they're giving up those points is really the, the runs around the edge. Just It's really almost a jet sweep. Last week it was Corbin Johnson. This week it was uh, Paxton Alexander and uh, Allen. Uh, what's his first name there? Connor Allen. Yeah, uh, Paxton Alexander and, and Connor Allen were just able to just take it. They were on either side of, of John Stephen Jones in the shotgun. And he would basically just hand it to one of them, and they would run all the way down the line of scrimmage, either left or right, 
run around the corner. And it was good for 10 or 15 yards on most plays. A couple times bigger. Sometimes it was seven or eight. But it just – and just – there was no resistance on that edge, no no gap integrity there, uh, and no no edge control from the, from the defense from from North Forney, and it really just made the night last so long. And they had that's two weeks in a row. You couldn't do it against Corbin Johnson, and you couldn't do it here tonight against Highland Park. And uh, and I think teams are going to look that on film, and they're going to start saying, "Hey, let's let's start running some sweeps around that end." And I, you know, I think North Forney's going to have a problem with it. You're going to have to figure something out because teams are going to look at that on film, and they're going to keep attacking it. The thing is, though, is that when North Point, you would try to zero in on those, uh, the receiving court for Highland Park, so talented and, and really had height and athleticism, really height you know, on some of those defenders for North Forney. And so, uh, you know, they played them hard. They played them well, the defensive backs for North Forney did. But you have to give them respect, you know, because their athleticism. And, and when you do that, sometimes you, uh, you, you sacrifice some things, you know, so – well, I want to go back one more time before we end this thing up, or wrap this thing up, and touch on – I remember last year at this same time, it was 66-7 to when we were looking at the scoreboard doing the postgame show, and there just there just wasn't anything good to say. <laughs> there really wasn't. That, t- that one touchdown came really late in, in garbage time, you know, and it was depressing. It really was as a broadcast perspective, and I, I can only imagine what it felt like for coaches and players last year. So to be able to come out here and you say, man, we were down a touchdown. We, we had a lot of chances to win that game. That's just such a different way to be able to look at it, and I think it's going to help your your confidence going forward and, and how you how you play games from go, going forward. Oh, no doubt. And, again, they've got so much that they uh, can learn from and study and build on, especially with this bye week coming up. Well, that's a wrap for this week against Highland Park from Highlander Stadium. It was a blast all the way from sushi in the press box for food to the nice Dallas skyline in the background here at night. And Jerry and Stephen Jones. And Jerry and Stephen Jones. Make sure Jerry gets that in there. Uh, And all the way to a a tough-fought, hard-fought North Forney loss. They they end up losing 63-42 to Highland Park. Remember, a bye week next week. But after that, it's Poteet. You can catch us right back here on KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. We'll see you next time.